0: this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on WrestlingObserver Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Alright, this
1: is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Thanks. Hey, folks. Welcome to this week's edition of One Nation Radio. I'm James Boyd. And here with me have Rich Lotto. What's going on, man?
0: Not much, man. Just uh chilling and ready for another great show of One Nation Radio. But um this is a day that's been a long time coming uh, for James and there's uh happy events uh said to take <laughs> off. Uh taking pleasure in the uh, misfortune of, of an of an individual. Uh, so I'm gonna just get out of the way, man. uh Jimbo Fisher.
1: Well I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna lead up to it so I'm gonna still just pretend you even saying the name I'm just gonna to get to it. So uh last weekend was a good weekend for me, man. Like um like for those that, that don't know or, or you know haven't listened to the show before, I'm a huge Florida State football fan. Um, it's probably the first thing I ever loved that wasn't a family member. <laughs> <laughs> like just gotta be honest with you. Um well, i probably take that back. Probably like probably like Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior Sting, some shit like that. Maybe whatever. besides the point, right? Um so uh yesterday or this weekend we had to play one of our uh biggest rivals, Miami. We beat that ass. It was fun. Uh the game was two it was a two score game. They caught a lucky break and they ended up making a one score game you know, Miami fans, they, they, they're they still in the delusion. They still always think that, like, they're always back. Like, it's you know, a situation where, like, it's, like, it's 1980, like, it's 1987, where, like, we're, you know, we're University of Miami. The the, the biggest fucking, like, uh, or most fertile recruiting ground in the nation is Miami. We can just turn the key and get it going. It's like, nah, man, not quite. Like, y'all campus is, like, 21 miles away from your stadium, like, your indoor facility is 60 yards long. There's a lot of problems going on. There's a lot of problems y'all got.
0: Wasabi not... King in the comments saying, like the Knicks, there is some similarities between uh, the, the Miami fans and the New York Knicks fans, but I feel like the Knicks fans need a lot less to I... to come out here and, and puff the chest out.
1: Um, They are similar. The similarities are that they're always talking shit. Win, lose, draw, they're always talking shit. Where the where the similarities in is that the universe Miami has won something in, in my lifetime, <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, they, like they've won three national championships. I've been alive. They've won five national championships, right? New titles that new titles uh, from the set from nineteen seventy 1970 and nineteen seventy three for the Knicks. New shit's over fifty years old now, right?
0: They are. They yeah, are. You know I, I, I was gonna like, say. I was gonna, not... sh- Let, Let's see the, things that happened in nineteen seventy three. Ah, oh, damn. Sh- Jesus Christ! What, what, um,
1: what year did what year did John Lennon get shot?
0: Richard Nixon was the president of the United States. Jesus
1: fucking Christ! Right. So, so like right, let's put it this way: let's say how, how long ago that was. Like the
0: bro, Vietnam War ended that year.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> That's. that's, I think we can leave it there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got you want to you know considering this show as like OJ Simpson was in the made a ran for two thousand yards that year. I may be mistaken, but like it was one of them years around that time. But anyway, um, so my Florida State beats Miami, great game or a great result for me or whatever else. Uh, never. It was one of those things where it's like they you look at the score, you watch the game, you're just like, okay, they have no shot. Like they have a rookie quarterback in, or a freshman quarterback in, he's eight for twenty three. He he can't he can't decide of a barn accurately. They are literally just blitzing off the edge to try to contain uh run uh, getting gap from runs. They can't do anything, they're just done. They're toast, they can't do they can't move the ball, period. Like, put it in park, it's over. This whole second half is a wrap, right? So really fun. Just being one, able to one like, more watch Miami game, Florida State Miami game without having any fear of uh, losing at all. Go ahead.
0: One more thing. Yeah. The New York Knicks win the NBA title on May tenth, nineteen seventy three. Do you know what happens one week later? Watergate.
1: Oh shit! <laughs> wow. 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 All right, so I'm going gonna, gonna to speed up the story to get to it. I'm going to speed up the story because we're already like four Go to months. hell, Knicks. Yeah, yeah, go to hell, Knicks. And also go, go to hell, Miami. So Florida State's 10-0. and uh, Back-to-back years, 10 wins. Um, right, it, It's just it's a really good feeling. Um, and, you know, we we play Florida. Florida's defense is even worse than Miami's or whatever else. They're off a little bit better, but, like, they, they're in the process of, like, just – they just played Georgia, got their ass stomped out. They just played <laughs> LSU uh, this week and got stomped. They lost a sorry ass Arkansas a couple weeks ago. Uh, they played Missouri. They're going to lose. Like they play us. Like they could go out here and go. I think and finish five and seven by losing out like the entire like last five games of the year. Right, just just a disaster. It's great for me. It's really great. Like just the situation that these other schools are in right now in the state of Florida. And then I go to sleep. Lay my head on the pillow. And I am awoken uh, to see messages from Rich saying "Wake your ass up." And I scroll up, and it says that Jimbo Fisher has been fired from Texas A and M. Now, um, I am, I am a petty man. I'm not even gonna say I'm not a petty man. I, I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I in, in public, I am, I am not. If Private Rich knows this, I'm every bit as bad as he is. I just don't press send on the tweets or on or, or write up no thousand word like article. to, to just like lay out my disgust on, on all the levels. I vent to I vent to people in private. They know they understand how I get down. My get down is, is different from Rich's. That like I'm just not gonna put out there. I'm not gonna put the energy out into the world for everyone to see. I will put it out for my friends to see so they know where I stand. So, um, Jimbo Fisher. Uh, won a national championship at Florida State University. Um and I will I will write I will show you what I wrote at the time when he uh when he decided to leave for a AM uh and all that money. And good for him getting all that money. But I am also but I was also very, 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 very glad. Very glad that he left because I didn't want him anymore because I knew he couldn't fix this problem that he dug uh the, the program into. So I'll give you the gist. I gave I basically wrote a list kind of like the Bill Simmons uh Book of Basketball resume, mission eight seasons, eighty-three wins, uh five to two in bowl games, national championship, three AC titles. He went fourteen in two versus Miami and Florida. He, you know, 13 All Americans, 45 NFL draft picks, nine first rounders. You get the gist. Uh you know, thirty nine to three record from two thousand twelve to two thousand fourteen, you get all that moving forward. I said he consistently ran on one of the slowest offenses in the country. He was ultra conservative on fourth down. He ate timeouts like potato chips. He behaved childishly on the sidelines. He mismanaged his stale coaching staff at the end of his run. He consistently used other open coaching jobs for pay raises and political leverage. But with that said, he took a program that was still stuck in the 90s, raised big-time money, got football facilities upgraded on campus within three years, and within three years, consistently out-recruited everyone outside of Nick Saban and Urban Meyer. He's leaving the program in far better condition than he than when he took it over and proved you can win big in Tallahassee without being Bobby Bowden. Thank you, Jimbo. Now, let's focus on that last, uh, or, or sorry, that second-to-last um, uh, sentence. He proved that you can win big in Tallahassee without being Bobby Bowden. After 2014, after James's last year, Oh, I'll take that back. After he squandered, uh, 2015, when he it was Dalvin Cook's last, it was Jalen Ramsey's last year, Dalvin Cook's uh, sophomore year, Derwin James's freshman year. I just named you three future Pro Bowlers. Yep. After he squandered it, I was like, I don't know, he's gonna have to change his staff. He refused. He did not get rid of. He did not get rid. Of uh of Brian of uh, not Brian Kelly, Charles Kelly. Uh he then we then proceeded as the fan base locally decided to or uh, not locally on the internet decided to call any time they would blow a third and long, we called it third and Kelly. Because it was so consistently happening that he would went on second down, went on third, or went on second down, went on first down, blow it on third down, restarted, gut punch, got it get real back on defense. Um so I also after, uh, before Jimbo left, because I was getting fed up, I never liked Jimbo this whole run. I'm just telling y'all that you saw that in the, in the thing that I said, he left basically giving him backhanded confidence on his way out the door. I had also wrote, scrolling for it, scrolling for it, found it. Jimbo Fisher's coaching record at Florida State, pre-Jameis, 31-10, and 10, with Jameis, 27-1, post-Jameis, 21-9, Florida State's recruiting class ranges the last four years. Now this is from 2017, so this is like the composite roster of what he had. He had in 2014 number four, 2015 number three, 2016 number three, 2017 number six. Conclusion: Jimbo Fisher ain't shit without a Heisman-winning number one overall quarterback as his uh, uh, number all, overall pick as his quarterback. I have been sitting on this for years and years and years and when the and when uh around 2017 i believe that is when uh they were you know trying to sh- kick out less miles out of lsu and lsu was gunning for jimbo and i was like please he's done here he ain't gonna win he's not gonna win at the level that first they could win at here anymore he's fucked it it's a wrap it's done but it didn't work. They gave Les Miles another year. And then they fired him, and then they brought in, uh, I forgot who, they brought in Orgeron. Yeah. they promoted Orgeron. Right? And Orgeron won a fucking national title. <laughs> but the, the besides the point, Jimbo sticks around again. Right? And uh, it, it keeps going down. It keeps going down. And it's like, he's not fixing this. I, it gets getting worse and worse. And then the people start can't get on my side. I was saying this back then, in 2017. 2018, was around, they was like, oh, it's over. It's really, really over. So, then, he packs up. He uh, Texas, A&M, Texas A&M pays him a boatload of money because they have more money than God. They got more money than Texas. That's how much money they got. I used to think that Crazy. Texas A&M had, like, top five money. No, they got more money than everybody. Literally everybody. So, um, he leaves. I was like, good riddance. The whole thing about, like, the, uh, you know, the stupid local coach talk shows that they do, with Sabin' or everybody else they talking. Oh, talkin'. those are
0: so great. Like,
1: like, when they asked him about loyalty... Uh, when the dude walked up and asked him about loyalty, and then they ran him off, right? I was like, "Good for him," because he's he's he has consistently with the LSU job him up for more money. Then A the and M job forced it was like, "No, we're not doing this again with you. Leave, walk. We will not. We're not going to wait three more years and have to fire you and pay you all that money on a buyout." And, and sure enough, look at A and have look at A buyout seventy five million dollars, six
0: million dollars. Brother. So, brother, going back. John James Fisher, ultimate yeah. hustler. Yes,
1: yes, yes, Him. yes, yes. Him and his agent, um, uh, Jim Jimmy Sexton. So, uh, he goes Texas A On the way out, he's bitching. And, uh, his, and last year, he's and complaining about the commitment towards winning and, and all this kind of stuff. And to be fair, he was correct in some aspects. Florida State, while when he first got the job at taking over Bowden, he did raise the facilities up in the money. The problem is, Forest State's uh, structure is different from most schools. I'm not gonna give you to bore you in the details of it. Basically, they want to be good at every sport, not just college football. So it was the money's tied up in different places, whatever else, and also like as uh, the spending keeps changing, it evolves. So um, once once fast forward past even the Taggart era, once Norvell got there. They sat down and looked and said, "All right, all the other schools in ACC spend this percentage on college fo- uh, of their money for for sports on college football. Florida State's dead last for football. We're the best job in the in the conference. Why are we spending the least percentage on money when everybody else is out doing this? We quickly changed location, that now, Location, now location, location. Right. So, um,
0: what, what, what was there? Was their thinking was, well, we in Florida, you know, we can just recruit locally." Like, what it, was that the it was a it the was mentality a, it was a on lot that of,
1: okay so Florida 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 has okay so Florida Florida State and Miami going back to like when this thing took off in the 80s for all three schools with the population boom, boom and everything it was untapped source no one knew that Miami was actually was its thing it was a sleeper city for all that talent no one knew that, that basically from i4 below this is the most this is the best country area for college football. People learned this over the decades, you know, but they didn't know that because the population booms. But once they did, everybody starts to recruit. Everybody recruits Florida. Everybody does. So what happened was once you have, you know, Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, USC, Michigan, on and on and on and so forth, also recruiting, people look around and be like, hey, man, like, look at these facilities. That's real nice. Hey, man, like, I'm playing, like... University of Miami, it's always been a dump. Their has always been a dump, but it didn't matter because they get to play just hour, just you know, within an hour of the school. So I didn't care. I can stay home. My mama can watch me or whatever else. And college in high school football in in South in Miami is big, big time. So, um, you know, people be gambling on the games, and then when you you know, then when you you know, whatever person out here gambling on these games, make 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 some bread off you. They break you off with with a, with a Cuban link. Like that's the, <laughs> that's that's what we talking about, right? So, moving moving on to that. So basically, these schools could run on the cheap because of untapped resource. People didn't realize, and then once the secret was out, they had to start competing. So Florida, so Florida with Urban Meyer moved forward. Um, Miami did not, and also the administration has a love hate relationship with the football program because obviously, like the reason why people pump so much money in these universities into their college football program is because that helps enrollment. They want. Like that's their advertising arm for the school, right? So we're winning right now. They, you know, they always have the commercials during during uh, for the schools and all this in the conferences. It should be like, hey, like come here, you can have a good ass time with some extracurriculars uh, as opposed to just get a good ass education. So, like, like it's it's hilarious. Like the Dion stuff. Like Dion's in the color. Dion smiling with the cowboy hat on is in the Colorado's one this year, <laughs> right? So, like, when people talk about, like, what was it, what you know, why did Colorado do this? It's like, because Dion makes people feel good, fool. So, anyway, um, they fell behind. Miami fell behind. Florida State fell behind. Florida did not because they had Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer was like, and also they had Zook at the time. And Zook was a good recruiter, bad coach. And then Urban Meyer got there, and he was just one of the greatest coaches ever. And he's like, I'll take what you have with your nice uh recruiting classes, and I'll just add on to what I have. And then Urban left. Miami was still in the dumps. They still don't want to pay for for to have a program run at the level of, you know, of their historical legacy. And Florida State was like, we got to catch up. They caught up, and then they fell behind again because they're like, all right, this this is all we need to spend. We don't need we don't need to do anything more. And then the, the thing about this is the arms race. It keeps going up all the time and all the time all the time and it changes. So, um, under at the end of Jimbo's reign. Fell it fell down or or it got it fell behind again, not as much as it was like at the end of the bound run, but it fell behind. It still was no excuse when he had that level of recruiting or of recruiting talent on the on the field. Like there are dudes, like there are so many dudes from those teams that were like high rated guys, didn't do much at Florida State, and then they're in the NFL right now and they're good. And it's like I hate that so much. I hate that so much. But um, moving forward. Jim goes to A and M, and Texas A and M is a weird thing. We talked about it because you know you always talk your off about college recruiting. Like everything on paper says this job should be great all the time. It's just, it's one hire away from being a good from being a, a great program.
0: You know but it's why it's one higher
1: away, and they never get it, and they've never gotten it for almost a hundred years or almost like seventy years at this point,
0: eighty years. I was gonna say because it's Texas A and M, like it ain't Texas, it ain't like. You know, uh, hell, we've seen numerous off-brand Texas schools pop up over the years, and, and they all fun. seem yes. look, and They all seem cooler than A and M, Baylor, yeah. TCU, yeah. Texas Tech. Yeah, no one wants to be an Aggie. Look at the colors, like.
1: <laughs> so you're right, and I except still,
0: Johnny Manziel.
1: Like that's 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 it. Like it's a weird thing because it's like. I get all that on the other end. Like, it wasn't like Clemson was the coolest thing in the world either 15 years ago. But it got popping because they got, they found the right coach. There was a, there was a, uh, there was money that came into that area and, uh, and whatever else. And like South Carolina at post Superior went back into the shitter being South Carolina. So, and also Georgia wasn't, was still at the end of the Rick era, so they weren't like basically closing off Georgia, and they, and Clemson was still like you know 115 miles, 120 miles away from from a, Metro Atlanta. So like that's how they were able to do their thing. You see, Jimbo, or sorry, Dabo's not exactly doing so swell now that like there's a gate around the state of Georgia, and everybody that's a top ten recruit is basically going to be a bulldog. When
0: when will we be back on here for Dabo? For Dabo, celebrating. The, the legacy of dabble Swinney you
1: know you know what the sad look, part about this is
0: celebrating
1: look you know what the sad part about this is if you had told me six years ago that dabble would absolutely be a better person at upholding a program than Jimbo fisher i even i wouldn't have believed that but but he's only had one bad season he's only had one Man. bad season so anyway so he's at a m AM is a is a four is an eight and four program. It was an eight and four program when it was in the big or when it was in the SWAC. It was an eight and four program when it was in the big 12. It's an eight and four program when it's in the SEC.
0: It's gonna be and, an eight and four program hundred years from now. <laughs>
1: that's what that's what it feels like. They got all the money in the world. They're they're so close to Houston, which is you know the number three uh, most uh, uh or number two, arguably the number three uh best uh re- recruiting area in the country. They got more money than everybody. They got deep pockets. All that money is in oil money and energy money. And they still can't figure it out. Right? So they were like, look, we're gonna pay this dude a boatload of money and, and we'll get him here. And what he do? He immediately started going eight and four. Went eight and four again. The COVID year happened. And in the COVID year, that's when he that's when Jimbo hit his lick. That's when I think he won, that's when he went won 10 games. And they were like, oh, oh, okay, it's on, it's on now. And that's when the recruiting start, that's when the recruiting starts picking up. That's like the year when he ends up having like the greatest recruiting class of all time, based on like re- the recruiting, like the recruiting yeah. branches that, that talk about this stuff, right? And people were all in, and then that's when they gave him that ninety million dollar contract, whatever it was, that, that absurd extension that it was unneeded because no one was going to buy him out, and no one was going to take him away because Alabama's Alabama and Georgia were already uh, locked down with their coaches. Who was going? Who was going to buy him out to take him? Nobody. I so, guess
0: maybe USC.
1: No, you got to remember, like some of these, you got to think of the fit of culture and all that kind of stuff. Jimbo's country, Tennessee. Has, Tennessee, nope, nope. I, I mean, maybe, but like Tennessee doesn't have uh any money. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so he got him. He hit him from the lake. He got. He brought him. He brought. He brought them to the cusp. You things like this is next, and then. The uh, the Nick Saban thing came out where Nick Saban uh uh they take that video or they take that audio of Nick Saban talking to boosters from Alabama saying that like all them players that AM got they, they, he bought them or, or they were bought <laughs> he bought and the boys. For them and this was just in private. This wasn't meant to be out for public consumption, it got out and then Jimbo cut that Cut that, uh, that promo at his press conference talking about. He said he thinks he's God. He says, narcissist. You know, he thinks he knows better than everybody. And it said, you know, all sorts of stuff about saving, right? And meanwhile, like, he's beating saving. Flash forward now, he's only been able to beat saving one time ever in his whole life as a coach. If, you know, he's, no. he's, one of the, he's one of the many little bro assistants on the saving uh, branch, right? All of them. Just all little bros. Only person that's born as a off that saving branch and tree or uh, coaching tree that's borne any fruit is Kirby Smart. That's it, right? Well, you say Jimbo, well, he won that championship. I can't say that's unfair. That's something we say because he actually won that championship. So I can't say that. So two, two out of all the assistants in the SEC, well, like half the fucking SEC were all saving assistants. Only two of them ever did anything. So uh, moving forward, it's time. 2021 comes around eight and four fucking again. 2022 comes around eight and four again. Getting blown up by Miami and Miami's a dumpster fire. So they come back this year. It's like, hey man, people start looking around like, hey man, that buyout's real high. It's not gonna happen this year, but it'll happen next year, or two years from now, once it gets down to the 50s. Because, like, before this, before this weekend, the highest buyout ever was, uh, like, it, like, I think in the upper 20s. They bought this man out for the over 75 for basically triple, nearly triple to get him out of there. Because They realized you could fix this, and the, for, the funniest part about it is they won this weekend. They put 50 on Mississippi State, and, they, and then they said, Oh, no, we are not gonna let you sneak you on. No, we want you out of here. Apparently, there was a, a board or a, uh a board of regents uh, meeting a couple weeks ago to discuss moving on from him. They were like, All right, we're gonna do it at the end of the season. And then he started winning, he starts blowing people up. No, we're not gonna, no, you're out of here. Go, we'll find somebody else. And now the coach switched on, and Jimbo's out of there with all that money, a ski mask on. Good for him, uh, but I've been waiting for this so long because man, I I I hated I hated that guy coaching my team. I hated, and I said my team like like even while he was successful, it was just not fun to, to sit there to be like he's this, this dude is an offensive guru that has put quarterbacks in the league. Were they successful? No, that's neither here nor there. Put quarterbacks in the league. Meanwhile, he's out here managing, trying to manage a game and also looking through a fucking cheesecake factory uh, menu of f- the flipping through p- to try to find the pre- perfect call for this this second in in 5 meanwhile you look up oh shit timeout cuz i've been, i've been, my nose is looking I'm, i've lost track of time there were so many games where they lost where there were so many games where they nearly lost because they didn't have enough timeouts cuz he couldn't manage the fucking game he couldn't relinquish the reins to hand the play calling off to somebody else or I call a play, you call a play, and then it, I'm not even going to running get you.
0: every play t- to the short side of the field.
1: Oh my god, he said it because you know college has the the wire hash, so like there's even less room if you're on the far thing. He loved nothing more than to run a fucking uh, toss or a sweep or a screen over to the short side of the field where there's no space. What are you doing? Run it to the field, not the boundary, dummy. Um, there were so many times you watch play calling, you're like, yo. You know, I'm I'm process over results. I'm watching the process. I see the down of distance and time, and I'm like, that don't make sense unless you unless you're setting this up to run something later. And I never see anything that seems like a setup for or what was that was setting up for the decoy play to get to it later. Like I watch I watch Norvell and uh, Alice Atkins all the time running stuff that is setting up stuff that you eventually see later, right? Like mm-hmm. so against Miami this week. Miami basically runs bare front. Bare front, for those that don't know, is basically running like a like a 3-4 defense, except instead of the ta- the uh, defensive ends being over the tackles, they're basically over the guards, right? So it's basically three interior defensive linemen over the top of the guards in the center. And then have two dudes down the edge, so it looks like a five-man front. They ran a different variation of counter with a, a fucking tight end pulling from the backside. That's rare. That's some, like, shit from the 80s. They're always trying new things or whatever in the system, right? Not Jimbo. You know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. And, eventually, they say, hey, man, the money talked to A&M and said, or A&M's money talked to them and said, hey, Jimbo, you got to relinquish play calling. Bring in Bobby Petrino. Bring in Bobby Petrino.
0: You know, you had your
1: little scandal thing going on with the Jameis Winston thing. We going to bring in this dude that was out here sleeping with the help to be the office coordinator.
0: Bob Petrino's story is us uh, one of the funniest things I think.
1: This man you know, thought he broke his neck and then put on a <laughs> neck brace and then with his face scarred up to try to lie over how he fell off that motorcycle with that woman that that was married to somebody that was that was in this that was also uh, on the staff. Yes,
0: yes, unbelievable. Yes, dirty.
1: Yeah. Uh. So. What happened? What happened with, 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 with handing over the reins to Bobby Petrino? There was a game a couple weeks ago where Petrino looks like he is a fourth down, which is a notoriously bad area for Jimbo cuz he's, he's ultra conservative. Even in this area he's still ultra conservative. Petrino
0: is next strong. Damn.
1: Damn. Damn, damn. <laughs> he goes out there, Petrino is literally calling plays like, okay, this is four down territory. I'm going to use my third down play to set up, get short distance. And then I already have my, in my back pocket, what I'm what I want to do with my fourth down play. <laughs> that fourth down come around. Jimbo sends out the punt team on, on by Petrino, Petrino look out fucking perplexed. He didn't even let, he didn't even get on the, on the, that the headphones always on. The, yeah. the, the telephone's always on. He ain't hang up or didn't do nothing. He's like, send the punt team out. Fuck you, Petrino. He's, while being told you need to delegate this stuff because you're bad at handling because you need to manage the game because you need to be the CEO, not the person that's out here, you know, doing the middle management kind of things. He still can't uh, relinquish control. And it's so funny because like when he was office coordinator at LSU, when they won that national title, all him and Jimbo, I'm sorry, him and Saban had beef because he didn't like how Saban ran things. And thought mm-hmm. that like he, it was his way of how he was too rigid. And meanwhile, you've seen how Saban's offense have changed post Tua, right? I thought you, I thought you were the one that said someone was conservative. He's changed. He's evolved. He goes for it on fourth down. He understands not understand his math. Why you? Why do you not understand math? So, with that said. Whatever, whatever booth you end up in, probably he'll be on the CBS thing, calling the SEC games, whatever else. He's gonna have to, he's gonna have to bend the knee, have to pucker up to Saban uh, when he sees more of us at SEC championship games in Atlanta in the next few years, whatever else. He's gonna have to about face all that. He's gonna have to run that all back. He's gonna have to run it all back, and um, I'm here for it. So can't wait to see you next fall, Jimbo, on the CBS set. Um, you know. And you know, if you find another job, whatever else, change, or this will happen to you again.
0: James Boy will be rooting against you, no matter where you go.
1: I will be rooting for you. I will be rooting against you until you change. And if you don't change, I will be doing what <laughs> rooting against you.
0: Um. So yeah, Jimbo Fisher, you can go to hell. I guess. <laughs> you know, <laughs>
1: bro. It is. It's so sweet, bro. It's so sweet. He he nosedived the plane, and as and as Norvel has like gotten past the Taggart stuff, and has is, and is, you know gotten it up, gotten gotten the plane back up, going back up to 30,000 30, feet in the air. Damn, damn, he crashed in the mountain. Oh well, damn. It's, it's, it's it's just it's so sweet, it, it's so sweet.
0: Man, um. Yeah, so uh, Jimbo Fisher. Um, How long did he, you it, on that? How long it, it, I at that? least? At least he can make. The, we went thirty uh, minutes th- on
1: this. <laughs> at, at,
0: at least we can um, count on seeing Jimbo for the ten year anniversary for the national championship. He can show up oh, uninhibited. Yeah, that's
1: right. That's right. Uh, next week is Senior Night, uh, Florida State, and also because you know, now championship in ninety three, now championship two thousand thirteen. They're bringing hey. both teams back. And, you know, now that Jimbo get got Gimbo
0: nothing Gimboed. to Did Jimbo get booed?
1: Rich, why do you think I want him to show up? <laughs> you, you, thought, you thought I want him there for, for out of sincerity of my heart? I want I, – because uh, – Bad faith. I I want – look, I want him to come out there with his with, – and all the players get – you know, Devontae Freeman, yay. Murray Edwards, yay. Jalen Ramsey, he's, there, he's not playing the league and he has a bye week or whatever, yay. You know, all that kind of stuff. Jim In the head coach, Jimbo, boo! <laughs> boo!
0: Oh, man. Throw stuff at him. Throw, throw D batteries at him. Jesus. Um, but, yeah, man. But, hey, man. Uh, but,
1: but, Jimbo, for real. Come through, though. Like, you ain't got no job. You ain't shit else to do. It's Saturday. Come through. Yep, come get boo. Yep.
0: Oh, man. So, um, I was watching Collision on Saturday night. And... All of a sudden there was like Daniel or Brian Danielson wrapped with a gauze in his eye and Tony Khan showing up. Uh it was about nine o'clock. And then they just announced uh that Danielson will be at all in next year. And then the second thing was like, Oh, one more thing. Um, by the way, uh we're gonna create a new tournament round robin style with twelve Top stars and it's going to be the greatest tournament in wrestling and it's gonna culminate at world's end. And over the next, you know, uh six to eight weeks, uh, they're going to have these round robin matches all on TV. I think this is a great idea to try to get tickets going um in all these cities. And uh, you know, Tony Khan dropped uh the names of like twelve different cities like matches are gonna take place in. The question is with the AEW roster. Like you know, this thing is straight. Like we've always kind of asked for a G one in AEW. Never really thought they'd do it. Uh, you know, people say famously, Vince Man didn't think people were smart enough in in America to know how a round robin tournament would work. And I look forward to seeing the people in bad faith or not not understanding how this works. Uh, I think it's going to be quite comedic. Um, but. 12 names from aw if you just took like I, I wanted to look at this list because you know i saw a lot of people tweeting mock lists i, I sent one out myself and there's a lot of a familiar sentiment that keeps emerging no bums allowed you know not no bunch of bums that that's that's what people do not want no shitters are allowed so, in this no day. shitters so
1: I'm a, I'm, a, uh, I'm a steal or paraphrase uh, Rocco when he put out that mixtape no whack acts
0: right so okay. like I, I figured this would be a perfect time for us and this may be you know this may be like an extended kind of segment because I, I kind of want to you know bring up everyone kind of okay. uh, in, in a sense because we're looking at 12 spots mm-hmm. and you know Ironically, New Japan should be cutting down their entries, and AEW really should be increasing them. <laughs> um, th- this is not the G One of old. I think we're competing with. Uh, right. I-, I saw some. Uh, of, no, because of this stuff uh,
1: has to. This stuff has to fit into TV segments.
0: Like I saw our stardom brethren saying, I will be calling this like the five star American, uh, version instead of the a one, this is going to be the, uh, the, the five star continental, you know, joint, you know, whatever That's funny. their name I was. Mean, look,
1: I mean, to be fair, they've had the better round Robin tournament in the last three years.
0: Right? Correct.
1: So, um, so, so before we, before you get into that. Yeah. Um, damn, I forgot my point. Uh, uh, Damn, I forgot what you put. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Yeah. But um I'm I'm looking at this roster, and it's like there's so many interesting conversations if we keep it to, because like I feel like this: like the absolute 12 best guys in AEW you, you can think of, I don't think all 12 of them will be in this. Right, right. 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 Um, could there be champions in this? There could be, I doubt it. I, I feel like champions are not gonna be in this. Uh the first person announced was Brian Danielson. Uh oh,
1: I, I remember my point. I'm sorry. I remember my point. Yeah,
0: go so ahead, James. You, you mentioned like
1: the uh that this Man uh thought that it could be confusing um doing a round robin tournament or, or whatever else. And, and like and then people would be in bad faith and I'll be like, Do you watch college football? We just spent a half hour talking about college football. <laughs> like, you know what you know what a round you know what a round robin tournament is? You know, you know what around robin tournament is? It's what? called conference play between the two divisions. The a, the a, the SEC East, SEC West, they all play each other up and down, and then whoever got the most wins goes and goes to the championship, goes to Atlanta in the SEC championship game. And they determine who wins and loses by if they have the same number, the winner, mm-hmm. the person that won that match, goes through. It's, it's real fucking simple. It's just like that. It's just like that. Except they have points or whatever else.
0: Now, I'm not saying that champions aren't going to be in. I just don't know. Like, it right. just doesn't feel like it's a champions kind of thing. I feel like they should take this tournament dead serious. There should be no, um, you know, in most uh, tournaments in AEW. No Dan There's, there's very – absolutely not. Um, there, <laughs> There are – usually like uh, say if there's an 8 man tournament like there's like a quadrant of like people there is like why are those four fucking in there and then there's right. one side of the bracket that's like right. super strong and right. then it's like it, it's like you wasted like a bunch of spots and it's like what the fuck are you doing like yes. so this i think they need to send a message and literally the elite of the elite need to be in this thing um you know but with that comes you know different conversations of like hey do you want to try to elevate people do you want to give someone a shot to try to do something yes. Do you want to uh is there going to be somebody like an older star that's in this thing because you know it's star power and there's nothing else to do with them mm-hmm. different stuff like that so like you know going through it like it's a lot of interesting names so um
1: so I, I looked at the chat and I see uh, Boo Haven said uh, Dax Hardwood stay home. I, I got to say I disagree because if Dax look Dax Hardwood Dax Hardwood singles matches that that I'm good. Him wrestling is 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 not the problem. It's everything else but the wrestling that's the problem with him some of the time.
0: We will get to Dax Hardwood later in the oh show. Oh What happened
1: now? Um.
0: <laughs> um so you know. And there's lots of talented people, like people that can wrestle. That is like I, I think we're going to be on outside looking in if we just look at this thing. So, um, gonna gonna take it, you know. <laughs> we haven't said Dax Hartwood is a charity case singles wrestler. Don't believe that uh, don't believe
1: the lie, his lies, James. Look, <laughs> thank man, you. <laughs> there is there. Look, I get what you're saying for the I'm talking as far as him trying to be most outstanding wrestler. Yes, you're right about that. I'm talking about for like what he does for AEW is AEW basically everybody that's a tag team guy has singles matches and they lose to whoever the singles act they're facing the only exception really historically in AEW, is like o'reilly before he got hurt like that and that was o'reilly singles like he's a tag guy that actually like wins singles matches and then he get fucking around and got hurt and we haven't seen him since please don't be the devil please don't be the devil but uh yeah man like dax like he serves purpose like he's a quality guy people believe in like it's not any different from watching like you know. Uh, well, it's different. I, I, it's but it's a, a similar implementation of like um, of putting Ricky Morton in a singles match mm-hmm. back in the day. It's like people know him. People know he can go throw him out there, let him have matches, to get pe- other people over, or let him get over for a particular time. That's all it is.
0: So, um, gonna start at the top. Someone that they use on television quite a bit, but he's usually in a losing role. But Ar Fox. Uh, I kind of wanted to look at it in three kind of different concepts. Is it a could be in it, would be outraged, and then no business being in this thing? <laughs> um, I, I think AR would be a would be outraged thing. Is is as good as he is? He never wins uh, anything, true. so you know. So so, so it would be different. That's true.
1: If all you do is lose, come out here and lose.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, so. I'm just going to record the could be in it. So, Ar okay. Fox I'm not going to make the list here, unfortunately. Uh, obviously, Aaron Solo, no business. I would say, uh, Action Andrews ready, no business. Uh, Adam Cole's injured, uh, no business. And, He's and, injured. And, and here we go, Adam Copeland.
1: I don't
0: want him in this. See, see. Uh, I don't want him in this.
1: Because, he's uh, look, man, if I have to see him lay on the mat for five minutes in all six of these matches, I'm going to scream.
0: I, I don't – I feel like he could be in it. and I'm going I'm
1: to I'm dig up Michael Jackson. I'm going to go get Janet. I'm going to get a guitar, and I'm going to scream.
0: No. <laughs> um, And you look at it, the pay-per-view this Saturday. After the pay-per-view, it's going to be things – you know I, I feel like they're going to need something to do with this guy I, I i feel like he's in the could be in it pile it, and it's like i want to put the ed or the, the 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 adam in the could be in it in the copeland in the outrage section like like it's, it's, it's you know there i i'm going to put him in the could be in it because i could i could easily see him being well, in it
1: look i i see okay because he was out here talking about New Japan or whatever else, and and he I could face okada Then it's like, oh, he's this is a threat. This is a threat. He's threatening to do these things. Like he's, yeah, yeah, fine. This is something he probably want to do, but it's like you shouldn't want to do this. This is bad. This is a bad idea. You're going to get hurt.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, Alex Reynolds, no business. Right. Um, Andrade El Idolo.
1: I would love for him to be in this. Tell me why. Because he's an awesome wrestler. And when they ever put him in a singles position this year or any year, he does very fucking well. Um, and, like, you put him in there and it's like, all right, he can go three and five. Or sorry, not three. Or three and two and, and not win it. And that's fine. And given that, like, you know, the House of Black People, are also people I would like to see in it. Like, he had that whole thing before they pulled the, pl- the plug on or whatever else. Like, they can, they can in theory, re- reignite it that way.
0: <sighs> I just feel like he has not been a regular enough presence going into this thing. So, him, like, nothing taking away of his wrestling ability. The guy's great. Yeah. I just feel like nothing would be gained with him in it
1: well obviously they're going to tie in people getting getting fucked over by people running in and doing distraction you know distraction finishes or cheating right so you bring him in and like if you feel like he hasn't been you know someone like pack for example right another person like kind of feel especially because like with andrade in the collision segregation thing and like with with pack it's actually like he just ain't here like you could put them in here and this is how you bring them back in and, and put them back into the fold and get them the matches and then like you can tell your storylines, get them more re- integrated into the storytelling uh like interwoven in AEW that way. By bring, kind of reintroducing them that way.
0: I'll put them in the could be in it pile. Okay. Um Angelo Parker, no business, unfortunately. No. No. Um For, unfortunately I, oh as much, no, no! As much as I no, like no, no, Angelo yeah, Parker,
1: breeze through that. No, 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 no. What the fuck did he give us? Uh, give to give to the AEW fans by wrestling uh, five match singles matches.
0: Hey, he might pull out the switchblade, you know.
1: We just had a discussion about on Friday not 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 being on here. You want to put Angelo in? Unfortunately, unfortunately, come on, man.
0: Uh, then we got Angelico Helico. Unfortunately, I don't think Helico will make the cut here. Um Gonna skip over the acclaimed because they've got trios belts and yeah. I don't think they're um, they're. I'm, uh, not ban- the I'm not trying to mass
1: cast. I'm not trying to mass cast or Billy Gunn in the in the in the in the A one or whatever you want to call it. Nah, like Bones no, this- Bones barely. I like if Bones is in there, I think it makes sense. But like you don't probably don't want Bones in there.
0: Yeah. Um. So now this guy's had a broken wrist, but you know I think he's back working, and this could be a great way to bring him back. We know he's great. Bandito. Yeah. I feel like this would be made for Bandito. He'd be great. We've
1: seen him wrestle a bunch of matches before in short session.
0: Bandito, definitely. Like, um, I would love to see it. Um, Big Bill and Ricky Starks are the tag champs right now. I don't know if that will necessarily be the case after full gear. Um, I that's Almost. okay. Just
1: announce it now. Announce the names now. That's what we do. Okay.
0: Big Bill, no business. Ricky Starks. It's a I a champion. Would
1: We're not putting champions in this. Yeah, yeah,
0: all right, yeah. Uh, yeah. we we'll, we'll yeah. just get we'll Ricky. I mean, because um, who
1: you rather see? In, who you rather see in the uh G One? Ricky Starks or Bowens? Because I'd rather see Bowens.
0: I would rather see Bowens.
1: And well. and also, it's like Bowens is somebody that you can slot to you know win one match.
0: Um. Towa totally Leona Bishop Khan—they're actually going to the World Tag League, so congratulations to them.
1: Congratulations! Um, Take your bills over there. You can't be in.
0: Hollow. <laughs> um, we got the butcher and the blade. I think that have no business in this. Um, and we didn't lose the bunny. The bunny ended up uh, departing from AEW, so uh, acknowledge her. Um, Blake Christian, man, he's on the ROH roster. No business um boulder oh no brandon no. cutler no business no. brian cage no business unfortunately um i think there would actually be outrage if brian cage was in this thing <laughs> oh because he had to
1: do all those jobs
0: i think there would be two different uh things there would be people that are that like him because he has big muscles and um You know, think that he should be pushed way harder, and then there will be people that are like, "You fucking put him in it. He's just gonna have the same match six times." Like, there, you know, it's. I I think he's an outrage one more than a he's a no business one. Okay. Uh, Brody King, they could do it, but man, they don't even let him wrestle singles normally. So like, ah. I, I think it would be like – I would love the, for him to
1: be in it. Like to
0: be just one of the – like the monster of the a block. I would love for him to be in
1: it though. It would
0: it would, it would be dependent – oh, okay. He's injured. Okay. It, oh, okay. I think it's, for me it would be dependent on the field. Like if, if there's a case where it's just like nothing but great dudes like surround him, like I feel like if you get him in there with somebody and, and they're not – you know, and they want to take the night off, like he won't necessarily be able to – correct that. Yeah, but we're booking
1: this, so ain't nobody, nobody going to be like that in here.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Buddy Matthews.
1: If Andrade don't make it, then why will
0: he? Yeah, I, I always feel like Buddy is like, he's never quite as great as you think. And then there's way too much. We already have Kenny Omega likely in this thing, so it's like, uh, I mean, unless you want it Want him in strictly to do the mirror match. Like that that's it. Like that that's all I really got. Chris Jericho. I'm gonna give Chris uh the tournament off. I think there would be outrage if Jericho was in this thing personally, because there's outrage about everything Chris Jericho does, actually. Yeah. This
1: man is this man is on a big, big down cycle of people that are still complaining as well.
0: Amazing. Um I, I think Obviously I think he would do well in it, but he'd have I think to be he, like
1: he'd have to be brawler, Jericho. He can't he can't be out here trying to carry it or whatever else. He has to basically like wrestle like wrestle Kingston or Ishii or or Rod or Roddy Strong. Like just go out there and just brawl.
0: Yeah. So uh I'll put him in the would-be outrage category. Uh C D, no no business. Uh for for Christopher Daniels. Chuck Taylor, no no business in this thing. Uh Claudio Castagnoli. Gotta be in there. He could be in it.
1: Gotta be in there.
0: Only thing I could say is, like, maybe they don't put every BCC member in it. Like, three people, like, in 9-12. No, no, I don't think they're
1: putting you in there, no. <laughs>
0: Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they might get two. Maybe two.
1: I think should but, be probably um, two most from each from any faction.
0: So we've got we're gonna skip a couple of these because there's some you know Cole Cabana, Cole Carter, Colton Gunn, Danhausen. Daniel Garcia. I think he could be in it. Over Andrade. Yeah. I I I was I think he's way more over than Andrade. Actually, and he just, he wrestled Andrade on Saturday.
1: <laughs> hmm. I mean, he's good enough to be in it. It's not, That's not, the talent's not the issue. Um, oh, but, like, if he's going to be in there and he's going to eat a bunch of pins, he's already kind of already doing that. You know?
0: Yeah, I, I think you like, makes he a lot of He just did an MJF. I think he makes a lot of sense with, like, kind of what he has going on right now, just trying to, like, tap into, you know, whatever Is he is somebody like,
1: that you have, you know, have a losing record and get a big win over one of the one of the main eventers? Yes. Yeah, I think that makes sense for him, especially because, like, that, t- that also, like, informs the story he's on right now Or like, you know, MJF just, saw, like, looked him up and be like, do you want to be the wrestler or the sports entertainer? He's like, you're getting the wrestler. And then he goes out here and he's like, I'm going back to the path of wrestler. I might still how, do the the dance, but like I can do both.
0: How fucking ironic is MJF talking about that? By the way, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would love to see this guy. A guy, but a guy that did like a show tune. Before. Yeah, this guy has a broken leg, so uh, get well soon, Dante Martin. Um, Darby Allen, obviously, could be in it. Yeah, could win this fucking thing. You never know.
1: <laughs> That'd be nice. It'd um, be nice for Darby to win.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we mentioned Dax Harwood earlier. Uh, I think there would be outrage personally. I I, I would just be like, why are you wasting spots on a tag team guy? Um, Somebody got
1: you got you you got to think when people do this stuff, they just want to put all these stars in here. But you have to tear this stuff. You have to put people in there to eat pins. to
0: Do you have to, do you have to, to or could you just beat the stars? Like, I, it's going to be amazing if they find twelve people like that are stars that are willing to lay down like this.
1: I I just historically, that's how it's always worked. Like you put the roster out there, you put people in there, and then, like, you're gonna have people have to, you know, there are gonna be people that are gonna be like, you know, one and four, two and three. You know, that's just how it's gonna work. You might have somebody go out there, and go and five, and have that probably be a part of a story.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, I see Dax like put like Dustin in there, of... and have him go
1: on five, be like, all right, this is this, this the end. Time to wrap it up. <laughs> time to send
0: it. Time to send it on home. Time to go back to Texas. Um, uh, Jalisco, kind of a tag team guy, so nah, nope. uh, no nope. business. Nope. I think Dustin Rose is a no business person uh, at this stage.
1: I mean, if you, this is how he wants to retire.
0: Yeah, you put him in there and be like, and then you do the zero and five story with yep. him, and then send him off. That's that's the only thing. Yep. Um, Eddie Kingston obviously could be in it. Yeah. Uh, even though he's got you know the an ROH anchor um, on him, but this how you set up hey, title matches, right? Right? Yeah, there you go. Um, Ethan Page would be no. outraged for sure. No. Hangman Page obviously could be in it. Yeah. Nothing, unless you're a CM Punk fan, you don't want to see this guy ever. Um, <laughs> Hook. That's an interesting one. No, um, he's a no, right? He's a but no. it's like it. I think that brings into question like another thing with Hook is like, yo, are you gonna ever get the ball fucking rolling with this guy? Like, are are you ever gonna like try to move him into like real matches and stuff like? They that? They
1: have more information than we do, so and that would suggest that he ain't ready for it. Because it's not, it's because it's not like they're afraid to let Nick
0: Wayne go out there and do his thing. Well, yeah, I mean, Nick Wayne, highly touted prospect, indie superstar, Hook is none of those things. So, um, <laughs> um, but he was over two years ago. But he was over two years ago a lot. But, two years ago, you know, it's like maybe, maybe, maybe they should uh, send him out there and be like, "Yo, let's get it, find out what you got."
1: I'm saying they have. I'm just. I'm just thinking they have more information than we do.
0: That's all. Isaiah Cassidy, no business, unfortunately, for, uh, for Brother Zay. Jack Perry. <laughs> I think Jack Perry should be in this thing for sure. That would be a great well, way to. Return. It would be
1: nice for him. To, it would be nice for him to leave suspension to do that. Yeah. Like yeah, this is this how this how you get out of the doghouse or whatever.
0: Yeah, real yeah. glass, Jack Perry. Let's go, turn it up. I know uh, when I saw the end of Dynamite this week, and I saw Buddy get thrown through that glass. Uh, I immediately tweeted "real glass," like, and it went off. Like <laughs> it went off. <laughs> oh man, Jack Perry needs to come back. Welcome, welcome, welcome home.
1: I'm still trying to figure out why he's suspended. Right, it's like nigga can't defend himself. It'd like two months, like bring him back. Where you at?
0: It's he. He literally. He's got to be in this. Like if he's not in this, I'm gonna start asking questions. I'm be like, all right, man. What the fuck we doing, man? Like it's either that or the devil. Like 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 bring my dog. Oh back. my god. Bring my dog back.
1: So. Um, oh my god, that would make sense. Damn it, Rich! I don't want to see that, but that would make sense if it if it was him. I mean,
0: you know, all this (laughs) shit MJF was talking to him earlier in the year, and
1: right, that's why it makes sense. You know, and then they had you know the 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 pillars match or whatever else when he you know
0: he didn't get pinned like he was like. Kind of looking,
1: you know. He had the crisis of conscience with the bell. He ultimately didn't use it. He uh, he ends up getting, uh, you know, end up you know getting, you know, end up backfiring him because he didn't do that or whatever else. He then turns on Hook after he loses Sonata. Yeah, man, like it, it it would make a lot of sense if if he was a devil. I don't want to see that. Why not? what's wrong with jack perry i'm kind of done on i'm kind of done on jack perry like being pushed or uh, the idea of him ever being pushed to the top i don't think there's enough there uh outside the ring
0: i mean i think the guy's got a huge future still so um you know 26 years old four years on national tv a lot of investment there turn heel for the first time there's gonna be something there at least with him for for in the uh you know when he comes back there's gonna be a, I think there's a lot of people waiting for him to either cheer him or a lot of people to be upset at him so it's, it's gonna be on him I don't you know. dislike
1: him I like him I just i just think that there's there's a, I think there's a ceiling that's all don't I mean I don't want to watch him wrestle
0: so we got Jake Hager. He's a no-business. Uh, Jay Lethal, absolutely outrage. Like, he was actually one of the names that I saw tweeted about the most of people that there was like, oh, it's going to be Jay Lethal in this thing, and yeah. we all going to be pissed.
1: Look, bro, that Jared stinks on him, man. Think, Remember when, remember when Jay Lethal first came in AEW? Remember the match he was having? Remember how, yep. remember, how, remember how well he was doing? They
0: hated him then, too. And,
1: that's true. <laughs> remember how well he was doing? And then he's in here with this lethal. He's in here with this Jay. Jay this Jeff Jarrett shit, and is this, like, this is what becomes of you, Jaredism, right there. This is what becomes of all of it. It's all blight. It's all. It's all darkness.
0: Uh, Jay White. Jay White could be in this thing.
1: Just from PS. <sighs> just from P. Just from P- uh... Post traumatic stress, just from PTSD. I didn't want him in any round robin wrestling tournament ever again. <laughs> right? Yes, I've seen several sorry ass J White no, G
0: ones. Um,
1: not I'm not I'm not going through this. I'm not going through this over here.
0: Hey man, I I feel like he's been on his best behavior. Time limits are good for him. Uh, TV the TV format is good for him. There's no threat of him going to a 30 minute draw. Um, you know
1: yet wait till full gear
0: when oh, they, when oh, them yeah, niggas go yeah, 50 yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my they're, god they're going to they're going to have a long ass fucking match like i look when
1: that look I'll when be the bell rings when now. the bell rings in that match at 1105 <laughs> yeah. nasty yeah,
0: nasty it's going to be a lot man. jeff hardy no business no 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 jeff Jarrett <laughs> Can, would be outraged send them send
1: them both home send both of them jeff's home
0: john silver would be
1: outraged yeah it'd be fun but no
0: john johnny tv john morrison no business nah john morrison with qtv yes nah John Moxley obviously a, could be in it Uh yep. person. Juice Robinson I've seen lots of Juice G1 matches. Some better than others uh, nah, Juice man. is not that character anymore. That's true but Rich
1: you wasn't watching you wasn't watching like the 2020 uh, G1. You wasn't watching 2022 G1 I can't I can't unsee that stuff man I can't unsee that stuff yeah, he's, that man, he's been was around a game that game. man was out there going sub four with Will Ospreay. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to repeat. I, I don't have Zoom, but I'm going to Zoom in. He was out here going sub four with Will Ospreay. No.
0: I don't want to see juice in the tournament.
1: Sub four in the final match of the block. No.
0: I, I, like, I think there's a difference between you know people finding what he's doing is like mildly entertaining and him being wacky and stuff like that, but like Bell to Bell tournament, top stars, great, great, top of the best workers. Like I would not put Juice in twelve. It, it, right. if that's the thing here. Right. It's not twenty. It's not twenty-four. It's not like, thirty-two. It's twelve. Given what Juice's role is,
1: he this is not for the best for him to be out here like going, you know, two and three.
0: No, so don't put I him. I put in. him in the no business category. Actually, fair fine by me because like Stick him. I don't, I don't think there would necessarily be outrage for him because he's popular enough and he's I been don't having some good ass
1: matches ever since he came I don't in. Think
0: he has any business being in it.
1: Like you can make an argument that he is comeback wrestler of the year if there was a, such, such thing as an award like that. <laughs> you can make that argument. That he is comeback wrestler of the year. That's how. That's how well this was from what it was like with Rock Hard Juice Robinson. You absolutely yeah. can make the argument. I but. This is this isn't this does not benefit him in the long run putting him in this thing to go out here and, and do that. No, it would not.
0: Katsyori Shibata. <laughs>
1: Roll him out. <laughs> you want the man to have uh five matches, huh? Look, um it depends on the block. I can be taught to it depending on the block.
0: I'm putting a in. could be in it.
1: Yeah. I can be taught to, into it. Like if he's in the dancing block, then I'd be like, you know, I'm I'm in. I ain't got to worry about them go out here having no head trauma. they can gonna avoid heads. He's gonna go out here and just hit people in they, each other in their chest and neck. Do
0: you know how Danielson got the the orbital bone injury? No. You're gonna be fucking blown. He got it locking up. The headbutt or something. I don't know what the fuck happened. Like it was like he did the lock up. This shit got broke. Then he wrestled the match. I... Freak accident. Um, Keith Lee. You I'm throw gonna monster in? in. Yeah, he could. You could put him as a, as a big man in a block. Um, Does he not want to do
1: jobs? No, he did a job this week to Samoa Joe. You know what I mean? Does he want to do jobs to the average size AEW wrestler? Not someone who's I, actually I like, like around think,
0: his size. I don't think Keith will have an issue doing business. I think I'm just wondering one. because
1: like I don't see him, and then, like a lot of times you don't see people in AEW is they don't want to do jobs.
0: I think in Key's case it's a little different. He's health? actually kinda nah, I don't I don't think it's a hell thing. There's like there's something like I don't know how much I can really say, in, but if you um, can't speak on it. You know something you don't know, there's a reason. Yeah. Okay,
1: it's fine by me.
0: Yeah. So it's n- nothing bad though. So okay. um but Will it ever as change? far as as far as a tournament, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. Um I still want that fucking Swerve Keith keep me Bullshit!
1: <laughs> I'm about to go through a year since they broke up. What the fuck?
0: Um, but uh, as far as like being in this tournament, I don't think there would be outrage. But he's been such a non-factor. It would, it would almost be have to have to be framed as like a fresh start for him. So right. I'll put him in. I'll put him in the could be in it.
1: Okay. I'm okay with some of those, some people like that, like we just mentioned Andrade. I'll mention Pack, like I, you know, we we'll get the Warlow. Warlow being like, yeah, do you want to reintroduce people? This, this is a good way to do it. You put them in this thing.
0: Kenny Omega. No,
1: no duh, yeah, no brainer.
0: Kip Sabian would be outraged. He was on that 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 Jay Lethal list. people I was would be like,
1: no, just a, he ain't good enough for it anyway. Like, there ain't no outrage. He ain't gonna be in it.
0: <laughs> Commander. Unfortunately, no business.
1: Yeah.
0: skate Tsakeshita
1: could be I'd oh, love well for him to be in it. Good to see him do something besides, you know, just stand there stoically next to
0: Don, Don Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know,
1: how many weeks ago was it? How many days has it been since he beat Kenny Omega Clean?
0: Or Jesus. not Clean, but beat him. Um, it's been. It's been about two months and in a week, I would say.
1: I thought you were about to hit me with that private night. <laughs> and give me the specific
0: day, oh. day, months,
1: days, weeks, and hours. I was like, God <laughs> damn!
0: I mean, they've they've terroristic booking has been unleashed on Kenny Omega <laughs> this year, and I have you know just kind of oh let it push it to the side at the moment, like. I'm, I'm gonna start beating the drum soon. So, uh, but uh, Koda Ibushi, highly unlikely no. he would be in this thing. Uh, I'll just put him in the no business category. Kyle Fletcher. Be now, fun, but he's
1: too. I don't think he's a big enough name.
0: Now, you talk about young guys and people that they want to do <laughs> something with, and they can put them in there. They could even give him a little mini push. I, I feel like he's a could be in it because I don't think anybody would be upset about Fletcher? him being in it. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, I would want to, look, I wouldn't mind him being in it. I just think, you know, if you put the cash in, there's yeah. two people in the it's, same batch and that's the tops. Yeah. Like do you want him or do you want Guevara?
0: You know? Right,
1: right, right. I probably pick uh,
0: Guevara. and Sam, Sammy's got the he's got the head deal right now, so he's gonna be uh, going
1: that long to where he can't cut like
0: well, he's not he's not cleared for this. He, he's supposed to be in that street fight this week, but uh, but when does it the, start? Uh, what's up? When does this tournament start? I don't know. I, th- I think okay. maybe the week after full gear, if I'm not mistaken. So there's
1: still okay. So there's still like
0: in theory, like two more weeks, possibly. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, he hopefully he has the decision. You know, hopefully the decision not taken out of his hands. Yeah. Um. But uh, Lance Archer. I think he's a no businesser. Um oh, really? I know I, I know people like Lance. I like Lance. Lance is
1: like And he's good and he's been good in, in Ron Robbins too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um I'll, I'll say this. Lance Archer is not better than Sammy Guevara. Like we can end that right now. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. But I think that Lance has been a victim of a huge roster. And there's not a lot of upside for Lance Archer. You know what he is. He's He's
1: a a lot older than you think he is, too.
0: A lot older than you think. And then it's like you put him in there. He's probably losing a lot. They kind of like to protect some of these big guys from, like, losing a lot. Um I would put him in a no business. Like, even though like I think he would do awesome in a tournament. Right. You know what? We shouldn't even be discussing him because he's going to the World Tag League as Monster Okay. Soft. Okay. So um Lee Johnson, no business. Um Lee Moriarty, no business. Is he still business. on
1: honeymoon? Oh no, he's back.
0: He's yeah, back. He's back.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Lee Moriarty, no business. Luchasaurus, no business. Uh, Luther. No business.
1: Okay. You just fuck with me over here. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, is he Luther or is he Luther now? Didn't they change the spelling for, for the... No, nah, I, I, or I or don't the...
0: think they changed it. No, nah, Okay, nah. I thought
1: it was like they took the ER and made it. An A. That funny. Luther. Yeah. I could have swore uh, I saw that.
0: Oh, no, man, I don't know. Um, Malachi Black. This guy this don't, game. he don't wear singles matches. Like, I don't.
1: <laughs>
0: it's weird, man. Yeah, so. Ugh.
1: Maybe that man looks like, look, man, that Cody experience just has me shaking. I just can't get over it now. I just
0: can't. Like, I put him in the, he, he could be in it. He but should be in this fucking thing. Highly unlikely. Like,
1: Give it, me it, my fucking Kenny Omega Malachi black match, Tony Khan. God damn it.
0: Mark Briscoe. You know what? Mark Briscoe, every time he wrestles, gets over. Because he's um, he's a good-ass wrestler. and t- I think as a singles wrestler, he's the perfect loss post in yeah. this thing. Or you want to tell a fucking like, great story. His match with Jay White this week, I really enjoyed
1: it. Right. Imagine um, him versus Moxley. Imagine him versus Danielson. Imagine him versus Kingston match
0: him versus right. hangman you want to break them out as a singles person and be like all right you know we we show reference to or we show you know deference to his brother and you know the Briscoes tag team but like the person that's here now is mark
1: yeah like mark look, i
0: think either, either mark think or
1: Dak you, should be in this fucking thing
0: look uh, either one if you, don't you care give, you, pick one. you give me to pick of one i'm going to take mark
1: i'm just saying like some there should be a tag guy in here that goes out here to showcases or goes out here and like His excuse for losing is he's a tag guy. He's really fucking talented. He has great-ass matches, but he's a tag guy, so he's going to lose.
0: Believe Mark Davis is injured, so uh, don't worry about that. Mark Quinn also injured. Matt Hardy, definitely a would-be outrage and a Um, (laughs) (laughs) no-business. Matt Hardy is in this thing. Is he the first
1: AEW grifter?
0: The first AEW grifter? Yes. No. Absolutely not. Who, Cody? Um, <laughs> yes, it's Cody Rhodes all day. <laughs> Absolutely, Cody Rhodes is the first AEW grifter. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Look at
1: the results. <laughs> it's like it's Look like well, you know Matt, like- you know Matt Hardy showed up during the pandemic. Nigga, Cody showed up at the press conference for the open. <laughs> oh shit ultimate grifter yes oh um, and he got the biggest grifting network in the company Still to this day
0: amazing you know did he leave him behind they'd be like hey you keep 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 your eyes and ears open for me over here you know in, in like the reverse clutch situation you leave, <laughs> leave a couple tentacles over there be like hey if, you know can i come back <laughs> you know keep keeping it even oh my uh, man
1: it's gonna be real nasty when Cody finished that story with the AEW world title in three years <laughs> it's gonna be real nasty he never he never wins that shit in WWE <laughs> and, oh, get fucked. and then he comes up comes back home if you will and wins it for Jacksonville oh that'd be nasty oh it's that'd disgusting. be nasty and he finally get to coming back this time he would be like you know who you got who, who you got on top you know about MJF again no, not what we just did. Put it on Cody. If you want to go to MJF again, have him be on Cody and have him take it off Cody.
0: Matt Jackson. Think no, no,
1: no. Matt don't want to do it.
0: Yeah, like Matt. Would, <laughs> Matt wouldn't want to do it. Like, and I think he like. You know, five singles matches. No. Yeah, why would I do that? You know,
1: uh... he even have five singles matches in AEW history.
0: I remember him wrestling against Phoenix. Phoenix Pack. Yeah. He had a match. He had a Rich. match against Pack, and he had a match against Phoenix, I believe.
1: Rich, this man didn't want to have a match against Hangman. If there was anybody that that I wanted Hangman to uh, to beat up, it was Matt Jackson at that time. He didn't want to do that. That man ain't really wrestling on five singles matches. Yeah, yeah,
0: he would be great, but you know. Hmm. It ain't what you looking for. Yeah, Matt Menard, definitely not. No. no business. The nipples will not be hard over here in, in the AEW Continental Classic. We um,
1: already passed it. We were, but uh, yeah, Matt Menard, Angelo Parker. Look, man, uh, I saw a clip of.
0: Uh, you didn't see the full one. I saw the one you watched. You yeah, didn't yeah, see, the I, didn't sc- see the, the, the. I
1: don't care. I don't care about the full clip. I don't care about the rest well, of the content. You need right?
0: to. You need to. What
1: I care about was I saw a zoomed in clip, of Angelo Parker. And Ruby Soho, and they was in the and they was and they was talking and chatting and flirting, and boy, that looked like that. That was some real on stream chemistry. That was some real on stream chemistry. Like if if that if, if if look, I'm not gonna speculate. I don't know. I don't care. It ain't my business. But when I, I saw that, and I was like, I want the Ruby Soho Angelo Parker rom com right now. Put it on, look, put it on BTE, put it on AEW, YouTube, I'll watch it. Because that was some real chemistry going on. That was some George Clooney, Julia Roberts chemistry. <laughs> they was um, eye-fucking the shit-eye of each other. I,
0: I I I contend that the second that ends, like, so, like, the, you missed a part of the clip, so, like, these... I don't zoomed, care about like, the
1: rest. You, tell me. I'm just letting up. people know before you get to it. I don't care about the rest. that's That's what I'm interested in. Go ahead, Rich.
0: They break them up. Uh-huh. And then Soraya and Daddy Magic come face-to-face. Uh-huh. Soraya is... How do you feel the fight? Kind of like... You're, they're, they're trying to keep them apart, essentially. Oh! So, oh! so the deal so, is like they face-to-face after that and it's like... It's, it's this moment of tension and it's right there. Like, and I think they, they know it. And the one so that's actually going to get together... So their friends
1: are each other away.
0: Yes. Like, they're keeping right. their friends away but they're going to fuck around and actually, like... I, I, I see, see it now.
1: Rich, It's like Romeo and Juliet. You finish the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I say, of <so> you. <laughs> Good boy. I saw I saw them two look at each other. i was like, "Oh man!"
0: Look, it's is it's even more than you think.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Max Castor, absolutely not. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the election right here. Max, Max castor absolutely the fuck not. No. No way. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Michael Ta- Nakazawa hasn't wrestled in years. Oh, my um, God. Is he still employed? Business? He is. He is.
1: Is he like a liaison still? Yes. Okay. Get them checks, Nakazawa. Uh, Keep getting them checks, and don't wrestle on my TV screen ever again.
0: Mike Bennett, the kingdom, of, or half of the kingdom, uh, would be outraged for me. I don't even have an outrage. Just know. <laughs> just know. Mike Santana.
1: Ooh. You know, this would be a great place to introduce him, get him in the singles thing. He wanted to go singles. He just had the thing with Ortiz. Yeah. This would be a nice spot for him. Will he get in? Probably not, but I would like to see him in here.
0: Uh, you know, I, I feel like there's a, uh, you know, he's his whole thing is how held back he's been. And
1: if he fucks around and goes two and three, what does that mean?
0: You know, like, I'm like, hey, man, that's a perfect. It's up to you now. Right. You can and show it, us.
1: Look, and, you know, he goes, he loses one in matches, like he goes two and three or whatever else, or one and four. He just beat up somebody at the end, and then there's a feud right there for cost somebody at the end. Yeah.
0: I just give him no shot in hell at, like.
1: Winning. Of course
0: winning. not. Winning. So it's like. He's
1: somebody who will have a losing record in this. Yes.
0: So I don't I I think if they announce him, it would not.
1: I think that Santana is charismatic enough and a good enough promo to do sink and swim with eating losses. Like I'm not saying he's he's he'd be as good as a swerve, but I think he's someone that can survive eating losses and still get over in spite of eating losses.
0: I'll put him in the could be in it pile. Miro.
1: He don't he wanna be in it, he have do jobs. So don't even know business,
0: business even for bonker. me uh, i know people be like oh we love Miro." i'm like hey man that man got one idea uh, he has two <laughs> and, he and has two a, Slash look, small just...
1: people have have me slap and match with big people he has two he has two
0: ideas <laughs> look i was gonna say he had one idea and she just walked in the company calling so hot it. and flexible so um
1: who's he kick a few weeks ago Somebody came knocking on the
0: door. Action andretti? No, actually, uh, it was a young wrestler. Right. I, I don't. I don't recall.
1: Can somebody in the chat tell us who uh, Miro
0: might have been? Action andretti, maybe. Could have been. Um. So MJF is the champion. So if he yeah. wants to be in it, sure. But um, I mean the
1: way he's been wrestling lately, he'd be good as fucking it. But no champions.
0: So Nick Comoroto, absolutely not. Nick Jackson would be fucking phenomenal in this thing. Yeah, um, I'll put him in the could be in
1: it. I mean, you know, you throw him in. Look, Dax, Mark Briscoe, him, like he's in. He could be that per, Like tag wrestler, you throw in there, and you know has a has a losing record, but you know does the thing because obviously he's the best of of those people in that position.
0: Let's see. Dax on Dax is on two lists for me. <laughs> Nick Wayne. Um. Now, nah. I feel like it's too early. Uh. Yep, but is exactly that what it is? You know, there's nothing wrong with going young. I think. And um, remember, I don't think he's. Uh, a-
1: remember last year when uh when the Grand Prix had the pre Grand Prix for like the last uh three uh was it three slots four slots? Yeah. Yeah. Like he'd be in that. He he's would
0: in
1: Yeah, like Saiyeda and Lady C and in Ami Saray and Hina and Rena. Like and Hannon, like he'd be in that, not this. Or no, Hannon actually made it, but you know, point like he'd be in one of those, not not the actual real thing. He'd be in that competing and ultimately falls short, and he hope next year he wins it or whatever else, but not
0: not no no. Orange Cassidy. Obviously, he could be in it, but he's you know he's a champion, so. Mm. Um, Ortiz. I think he's I think he's a no business sir, Yeah. If you want to reintroduce Pac, you could do it here. Yeah. No one will actually be upset about um <laughs> Brewhaven. There's nothing wrong with going young. It's an insane quote out of context. Yes it is. Yes Absolutely. it is. Don't don't quote it out of context. <laughs> um Parker Bruggero,
1: no. He's still on the roster?
0: He's still there, yep. Why? Um, no answer for you. Okay. Paul White, massive man, no business. Outrage. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, outrage. Um then we Holy got... shit
1: It's Tall Paul baby
0: <laughs> God damn
1: it <laughs> That was great
0: <laughs> Give me one second <laughs> Oh
1: name. man So Going through this you get reminded like This roster has a lot of like People on it a lot of people Um Like you know I see people like Keem talk about like you know they can cut the fat or whatever else. And I'm like, eh, you know. You got you know, they got three AEW shows and they also got ROH. So I don't know. And you name these people, and I'm like, nah, this person has no chance of of, of being on this thing. It's like eh. <laughs> you know, if you want to keep people fresh, this I like the fact that they have a lot of depth, but you know, Austin cut some overhead if you if you if you so choose. It's up to you.
0: Penta could be in it. Peter Avalon, no business.
1: We were just talking about people that never mind.
0: Powerhouse Hobbs, interesting one because I don't think would necessarily be great in it. There would not be outrage, I don't think. No, there would not be. Um, if like,
1: this is they're finally showcasing him. Yeah, like he can go, th- you know, you go like three and two and then beat somebody big. In that
0: when I'll put him in the could be in it bucket.
1: He, he, can get like, he can get the big muscle guy push in that way, you know.
0: Press advance, no business. QT would be outrage. Oh
1: yeah. I mean there's outrage when he's ever on my screen, so.
0: Stupid. Ray Phoenix. I think he's injured We're right injured. now, but uh, I'd love for him to make a miracle return. Yeah. Um. And someone please let Eboo know that he's absolutely insane for his ranking of Ray, Ray Phoenix. Um. I'm sure y'all did I let him know he was in his reading, audio. Uh,
1: luchador what happened.
0: Yeah. Uh, he had an insane Luchador ranking list. He was like saying like Raúl Mendoza was like better than Vikingo or something like that. Was what? like, All right, bro? No.
1: Like? <laughs> what he, are we I, doing, look, man? I like Raúl Mendoza. He is not Vikingo. <laughs>
0: no. No, oh, Ricky Starks, he could be in it. Tag champion. That's true. So, uh, no, no point in really discussing them there. But, um, Roderick Strong, he could be in it. And James, I watched his match on Collision this week. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've never seen Roderick Strong more over in his entire career, and his. Due to the comedy shit, and he's gonna end up a baby face.
1: Yeah, okay, it's fine. Um, look. Uh if we talk about that, this is a stage for some people, right? He gets his ass off that out that fucking wheelchair and take off that f- stupid ass, goofy ass neck brace, and be Roderick Strong again. Great. I would love it. I miss Roderick Strong wrestling.
0: Roosh. This this tournament is crying out for somebody like Roosh. He don't give a fuck. He's a badass. He's gonna bust his ass every match. Sign me up for some Roosh in this thing.
1: Yeah. Roosh getting that Tony Khan money is 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 the best Roosh we've 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 seen.
0: Uh Sammy Var is injured, so uh I'll move on. Samoa Joe, uh he could be in it.
1: It makes sense for him to be in it because he wants to, you know, he wants a title shot, and he lost the one he had, so there's no reason why he would get one other than win this thing. So,
0: yeah, Saddam Singh, Jesus, um, no business.
1: Let's just like make it, let me make it real quick. All the Jared, all the whole Jared acts. No, like if you want to say you want to say Sanjay Jutt next, the answer is fuck no, too. outrage. Uh, Bru-
0: outrage. Bruhaven saying he's so bummed we never got Roosh versus Punk. Why? Oh, you like, wanted to
1: see Roosh chop shit out of him.
0: Punk would freak out after a single roost chop. Sir, Sir Sam said. "Yes, that's true." See,
1: I already knew where we was going with that. He's gonna hit him. He wants to see the uh, punk take one of the big overhands. I already knew where that was coming.
0: Well, I mean, you know, Jack Perry was man enough to stand up to it, so you know, he's like, <laughs> <Not for long. laughs> you know, I didn't hear him crying, you know
1: you too young in the business, realize he got her getting taken advantage of? (laughs) (laughs) Can't quite recognize. You a victim.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. That combined with the going young and a proud Jesus.
1: (laughs) What are we on tonight? Out of context, yeah, man. Look. Do we have to say, yo, that's crazy every five minutes on
0: this show now? That's crazy, yeah.
1: Has has Mason Cameron ruined podcasting?
0: Look, they, they have found a way to get the original gag back in, you know, they decided to not use pause. They're just like, "Hey, yo, that's crazy." So, you know, they're you know protecting themselves from any accusations. uh Scorpio Sky would be outraged. So they did the
1: vignette thing for him on at the beginning, opening collisions. Like, is he a, is he a regular collision or no, brother?
0: Um. I do damn, not believe Scorpion he is. is
1: a nothing. Jesus, bruh. Yeah, like it, it's damn like it. It,
0: that, the time has passed.
1: Are you saying this stuff just for us to read it for us to say out loud? Because this is brutal.
0: <laughs> the chat is, is so burying mean. Scorpio Sky right now. Jesus. Um, Sir no business. Sean Dean, no business. Unfortunately, um, the captain. The captain, That's all man. Whoop
1: MJL. I just pulled a Stugatz. Like, are just gonna say a nickname or whatever? Captain. Yeah, useless. Useless wastes of space and time.
0: Sean Spears would be outraged.
1: He's still employed? Yes. Okay.
0: Give Sting, sign him up. <laughs> we gonna get good use out of you before you lay it down, Sting. You done been in the Round Robin tournament before? You done worked G G1 one, one, once or twice? Work rate, right, Sting. Let's go. Danielson versus Sting. Omega versus Sting. Let's see it. I want to get Kenny Omega in the ring with Sting before he lays it down. This is how we do it. I would love to see Sting in this thing. Run it. Can Sting take the one-wing angel? No,
1: no. That's not not Kenny take the one-wing angel. Can Sting take, take the Snapdragon suplexes?
0: Oh, my God. No.
1: No, here's the thing. They shouldn't do it. But wow. when, when look when they get into when they get into the third act of that match and he hits uh, his first Snapdragon and Sting gets up no cells and beats his chest I will fucking lose it <laughs> I will fucking lose it I will jump on my chair like let's fucking go.
0: <laughs> Brew Haven Danielson versus Sting but somehow Danielson is one that gets hurt God, God damn it, it. oh. So, Sting, unfortunately, no business on being in this. Um, Stu Grayson would be outraged.
1: Sure. He just got back. Nope, don't yeah. do that to him.
0: Stu Grayson. Swerve absolutely should be in this
1: thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hell. Could win this thing. Would bother me. Tony Neese, man, you know I'm I'm a long time Tony Neese guy here, but I feel like Tony Neese is on the outrage meter. Um, I think I think Tony Neese is an awesome worker, and not pushed you know he's not pushed as anything really meaningful or anything. So uh, fortunately, he's a no business kind of guy here. Yeah,
1: he still he still doing the thing with Mark Sterling
0: think they're still associated yeah okay um trent beretta um for me he would be yes only he's only allowed to work his matches on rampage though if he has to work anywhere else like you know throw him in the would-be outrage um thing here friday night Trent is real Uh my man black saber jr i always see him tweeting about it that trent goes to 99 overall on friday nights no matter where it is uh, whether it's uh, in uh, <laughs> New Japan, uh, Strong, Rampage, whatever it is, Friday nights he don't he don't know he don't care about the event. It's just Friday, like Rebecca Black, and he shows up, it goes off. Oh, man. Friday, like Trent's, Chris Tucker.
1: Look, man, Trent's a, a go hard, so I I would love for him to be in this thing. He go, let him go at one five. <laughs> Damn.
0: Oh man! Trent don't um, care about winning
1: and losing. Hey, can we bring Kazarian back to be able to go on five in this bitch too?
0: Man, give me a good old Kazarian Look, match. Put Kazarian in one block, those. put
1: Trinity other. Both of them go on five.
0: I might, I might need to see the next time he's advertising Impact and check out a Kazarian match because uh, that guy was awesome. Yep. Um, all right, so. Our list of guys feasibly that could be in it. And, you know, there would necessarily be like, all right, you know, it's like, I understand what's happening here. There's no reason for to uh, really be upset or anything. Obviously, Brian Danielson's already in this thing, kind of left the champions out. Adam Copeland, Andrade, Bandito, Claudio, Daniel Garcia, Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston, Hangman Page, Jack Perry. Jay White, John Moxley, Cassiore Shibata, Keith Lee, Kenny Omega, Konosuke Takeshita, Kyle Fletcher, Malachi Black, Mark Briscoe, Mike Santana, Nick Jackson, Dax Harwood, Pac, Penta, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ray Phoenix, Roderick Strong, Roosh, Samoa Joe, Trent. And we actually have two more guys to discuss. Okay. Wardlow could absolutely be in this thing.
1: He could absolutely be in it, yeah. He should be in this to introduce himself to send him towards um, MJF. He could win this in theory.
0: Uh, Warlow's on it, and then our final person, Willer Yuta. No, outrage. Th- Not big I enough think, name. Pin eater. I think I think Willer's like good enough to you know wrestle amongst like.
1: Oh yeah, all he's people. definitely good enough, but it's, it's a star power thing, and also the the, the roster positioning. He's the he's the so, pin eater for the for the faction. I
0: was gonna say yeah, he's like the fourth guy in his unit, so. Kind of kind of hard to see that there. So, um, you know, and that list of, of names that we had that could be in it is in the 20s. Uh, I don't have the exact number here, but uh, mm-hmm. I could probably find it.
1: Lord McDonald yeah. says, You are getting a block with Brother Zay, Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Journey. You will like it. I won't like it. I won't watch it.
0: Yeah, I'll turn this shit off just like I did the other week on MJF. (laughs) Look,
1: look, (laughs) AEW right now is currently putting out five hours (laughs) of weekly uh, live or or weekly episode of television. I am watching two of them.
0: So as far as the outrage, uh, I think if you see Stu Grayson pop up in this, it's going to be outrage. (laughs) uh, Brian Cage, Chris Jericho, Dax Harwood, the only man to make two lists, uh, <laughs> Ethan Page, Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, John Silver, Kip Sabian, Matt Hardy, Paul White, QT Marshall, Scorpio Sky, Sean Spears. I don't think there'd be outrage over Will or Yuta. He's a weird one. There'd be um, outrage because he'd
1: be like, he's a pen eater, what's the point? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Like so. the funny part
1: is, you went through all those names. The only person like immediately, I first said, like, I actually suggested, no, immediately my first thought was suggesting outrage. The first only person I thought of was QT Marshall. <laughs> Everybody else was like, you're just for outrage. Everybody, like me was like, nah, outrage if he's in here. He has no fucking business being in this thing. For who, for what? What are we doing?
0: Yeah. We ma- we no- many new
1: stars. Or are we fucking off?
0: Uh, I didn't write it. I didn't record the no business ones, but uh, you guys know who they are. Um, all in all, it is said to be an interesting tournament. I hope they um, send a message with this one because, like, the Owen Hart tournament should have been, like, I think a lot better. Like, I, I think the presentation the first year and the, and the second year obviously had dramatic differences um, yeah. that had, had to do with, like, <laughs> only a certain show being allowed to have the tournament and um, – the t- the style of wrestler in it and it's just just poor planning all around, um and you know I don't think that tournament's kind of lived up to uh, the lofty expectations but you know every time you announce something new you got a chance and I think you know there's a lot a lot of the you know, people that you know watching New Japan followed this promotion into AEW with this I'm pretty excited about it want to see how they kind of you know put their own spin on it and um I don't know I'm I'm prepared for how they do it, honestly. Like, are they going to go the the big upsets in night one? Or are they going to, you know, play it like that? This, they don't get much more sports than this unless they just completely fuck it off. Um, you know, sports presentation. Like, this is not, you know, um, <laughs> the, this is not the kangaroo kick. You know, this is not the, the, the Chinese food is too spicy. Uh, this is like, this is points, you know, two points, one point, zero points. Like, that's it. Uh, I hope the finals are Omega versus Danielson, and um, you know why not? He, like the, the the way Danielson is saying, it, and he wants to make this the greatest tournament uh, in wrestling, and got twelve people here. Go with those two. You go give somebody else an opportunity, but like <sighs> I think you got to do Danielson and Omega two uh, at some point. Yeah, They'll, you know. Yeah. And um,
1: what's time limit uh, situation? I forgot. I think it's just twenty minutes. I okay, think. okay, that's good because that's what they do for uh, non-title matches anyway. So,
0: yeah. So um, yeah, man. Um, you know, time, time keeps on slipping. Or uh, early, for, <laughs> for... early
1: beginning, early like a uh, non-title match for twenty minutes. Because that Cody yeah. in Darby first match with twenty, right?
0: Yes. Uh, anyway, what, what did you think of, of this announcement? Like of them doing this, I think it's cool. I, I'm also interested to
1: see how it works because that's one of the things that always interested me is like how would this work on American television? And the, I think the only thing I've ever saw really examples when they did that cruiserweight classic deal, or not cruiserweight classic, but like the cruiserweight like round robin thing that had like Swerve and um and Tasmo and um, Drake Maverick and Kashida in it, and it was only. Is only three people per block, so it was only six participants anyway.
0: Uh-huh. And it was
1: it was in the middle of the you know the pandemic, and they were in LA Fitness, so um, I was like one of the only five people that was watching and covering NXT at the time. So, <laughs> uh, but I last mean, when I first like you know NXT like noticed something was was like you know he's really fucking good. Garza was in it too, I believe. Yeah, uh, NXT. Did uh, no, no, that was breakout year. Breakout of 2019. Never mind, never mind. Um, but yeah, just it uh, was like. People are fucking good. Uh, but, like, it's kind of a, you know, kind of a thing where, like, they're just being experimental and they don't really know what to do with it. And ultimately, you know, the thing they did was like, all right, uh, Drake Maverick is winning, but we'll give him his job back, you know. And that actually was a fun story. That
0: shit was disgusting. Bro, all oh, that shit was disgusting. That shit bro. popped like... a rating,
1: Rich. Remember?
0: yes remember, right, where remember he was that. like this
1: shit this shit ain't going work i was like rich this is called, this shit is like he's really you doing well with this and this shit popped the rating at the end and bro, what did I they was, do i was put him, him in there with big damu
0: bro i was like bro i was like this is damn near like a most disgusting promotional. like like had it not been for they like several other things yeah bro and like his entire storyline was like just just exploited like like his yep. real life firing was exploit like yeah, I get fucked. Oh, I got on. They laid that man <laughs> off.
1: They laid that man off during the pandemic, and then and brought then, him back and then, back. and then made themselves. And then, and then he did a good job. But then they, and then they look what they did.
0: They babyfaced themselves. Oh, we'll give you your job, back. man. Yep. Fuck y'all, man. Yep. Like, yep. <laughs> why wow, this shit lost? <laughs> like
1: Oh, Brew said NXT did a G one this year.
0: Yeah, they did.
1: Um, I didn't know that.
0: Um. So, Dynamite last week um, started with an AEW World Title match, uh, but before we get to that, um, <laughs> we had story. We, we had the MJF Variety Hour uh, to begin the show. Uh, MJF, you know, asked asked him about Jay White uh, pinning him last week. Said it's not going to happen again. Of course, Adam Cole pops up on the screen, looking seven thousand years old, uh, basically imploring you know him to take Joe up on his offer if he wants to beat the guns uh mjf was like hell no he has a plan but first he's got to handle garcia then garcia walks in uh mjf is talking about his you know talent over tenure stuff questions whether he's getting the professional wrestler or the sports entertainer no word on if he was looking into a mirror or not um then you know garcia said he's getting a professional wrestler then he walked off roddy rolls in and screams uh doing you know the bullshit and uh mjf was like nah and cut cut off the video strong you know was like it's time to remind everyone who the hell he is um and then the show starts and i'm like man i'm getting messages from jeremy i'm tired as mjf starts to show shit like <laughs>
1: so- it's only the second <laughs> week it's happened too it's funny yes
0: it's amazing. The, yeah. the rope this man does not have right now. Yeah. Um, then we get the match MJF versus Daniel Garcia. Uh, this was kind of worked in a way where like Garcia was like several levels underneath MJF, um, kind of reminiscent of like the hangman page Dante Martin title match. They randomly had that one time where he just like kind of beat him like without like really much of a challenge, I'd say. Um, I thought they were going to, you know, go crazy. I thought it was just cool. Um, and there was, like, a lot of um, uh, MJF, like, doing a lot of talking and stuff. So he was trying to sneak, you know, the shit in there uh, in there between be, all the I'm stuff. i was watching
1: the match, and I was enjoying it. I thought it was, like, going to be five more minutes left in the match, and they just won. I was like, oh, okay, so never mind. <laughs> I, thought, I, still thought, I still thought they were I – still, I still thought, like, uh, I really was into the match and, and was enjoying where they were headed. I thought where they were headed – was going to be like five minutes and then it ended. I was like, oh, okay. Guess not.
0: Right, right. Still very um, like good. It, not great. Like though. It, it was cool, but it was like, yeah, I thought y'all were, I thought y'all was going to, you know, try to send a message with this, but you know, it's like Garcia's got a long way to go, seemingly. But um, after that, I mean, the match, does, so whatever. Uh, MJF offered a handshake and all that, but uh, Garcia was going to shake it. Menard and Parker was like, hell no, nah, get your ass over here. And uh, he was like, "You gonna keep following those guys and all this other shit?" So, a crowd was chanting for Garcia. Something's going on with him, but we'll see. Yeah, Sting and Darby against the Outrunners, um, this team that popped up on Dark, the Dying Days of AW Dark that was stuck around working in ROH. They're kind of like a throwback uh, kind of team, uh, kind of kind of irony type thing. Uh, you know, pretty funny like character guys. Um, they got destroyed uh, by Sting and <laughs> Sting and Darby here, and uh, this was like Sting had not wrestled in Portland, Oregon since 1989. Um, <laughs> and we Jim got that Valley staff was, from Jim Valley. Yep, Jim Valley. Uh, basically was like you know this first time Sting was there. Uh, since then, uh, you know the Sting exhibition didn't have any problem with this. Thought so this it's cool. Same. Then we got uh, Tony Storm backstage with uh, Carl Sheeta and Tony Storm earlier today. The, wait, screen wait, was turns... a,
1: the post-match for The Edge and Christian stuff wasn't after this? Or no? Or was that last uh, week?
0: That was last week. Okay. I think. okay. Sorry. So uh, they did the uh, Carl Sheeta. They were in black and white. I immediately get um, antsy because I see this Japanese woman and then this, uh, you know, like nineteen forties style presentation. I'm like, are they about to try to do some like World War Two shit? Like, I I just want no parts of this whole thing. And she just basically like, what has happened to Tony Storm? Uh, she's still pissed about what happened at All In. She says she's gonna be the first uh, three time women's champion. Um, or uh, Tony Storm did, and you know she was never gonna have the spotlight. Well, the um, story.
1: Oh, hold on, let me start. The st- whole story was kind of like explaining something <clears throat> like ever since she won the belt off of Tony storm at the 200th episode or two second anniversary, was it 200 episodes or, or the two years?
0: 200, not my 200. Yeah.
1: I was there and I can't remember which one it was. So, um, ever since she won it off of Tony storm there, like that was like, that sent Tony storm going to go nuts and go crazy. And like, when she thought that she was going to become the first ever three time champion at, and Wimley, she it didn't happen. And that drove her more crazy. And then like, then she, she her Ruby in the third, first ever three time champion got taken by Sheeta. And it drove her more, saying and now she's in the state that she's in. So, yeah.
0: Um, She said, so- chin up, tits out, watch her to shoe. Uh, Sheeta smacked that shit on her hand. Yes. <clears throat> Just get it in the ring. Yeah. Match will be good. Best match of the night up next uh, Swerve Strickland taking on Penta. Um, this was like a high end uh P W G kind of style match I feel like I could have saw this at you know, at any high level like, you know, kind of promotion that was running, you know, the past couple years. Um this was awesome. This was just like yep. you know phenomenal chemistry. I feels like these guys are very familiar with each other. Um, you know, you can draw connections with with them back in um Lucha Underground. You know, Lucha Underground and um, they've kind of traveled in similar circles over the years. And um it was uh like I thought it was just like phenomenal counters uh with them and then you know Swerve ended up, you know, getting a win over um Penta and this kinda sets up Hangman Page to come back uh this week. he was banned. Yeah, they said he was
1: banned for the match. So it was like okay. Once that bell ring though, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was expecting. Oh, he got to run it, it. Whoop this man ass here, sure enough,
0: he got to run it. So, hangman runs out, Black Jacket, uh, the the chair, and he starts hauling off on uh, on swerve and uh, you know throwing punches, whooping his ass like with the uh, with the um, with the chair. It's all culminates in a buck or. Uh, the uh, move he does, off, or whatever, whatever yeah, it yeah. He calls it. Uh, the the dead eye, I believe, it's the called dead eye. That's what it is. Yeah, does the dead eye and uh, threw a table off the uh, the joint, uh, the stage, and immediately there, I was like, oh, I think this is going to be a no rules match. And sure enough, uh, we find out Saturday, uh, it is a Texas death match. Now, Hangman cut an incredible promo on Collision uh, about the entire situation. It was kind of like. Interspliced with like video packages and all that, and it was like kind of like a live promo. It's like one of ones Moxley does, um, and it was just like he had just some killer lines in it where he was like, you know, I'm gonna piss on your grave. Like uh, he's like, I was gonna. I need to get the the text that, that he said, but um, it, it was just like, yes, let this nigga go. Like why why did they not let this man like talk more? Like it was awesome. Like it was like match the tone, match the energy of it. And it was just like, you basically you got hell to pay. Like, like you did not cross the wrong line. Essentially. Like you, you went in my house and you got to pay, pay the cost. And it was like it was some dead serious shit. So, um, how have home. we still
1: figured out where, where Mrs. Hangman was or hang woman where the hang woman was while the home was being raided?
0: No, brother, I, I no. have no idea. No, I have no idea. Where uh, the hang woman was, uh, you know, maybe maybe she was, you know, taking a stroll, you know, out, with, out with in the, you know, the, out in the with country, the
1: born, with the newborn baby,
0: with the baby, you
1: know, in, in in the, the ba- with the, with the baby unattended.
0: Look, call CPS. Ev- everybody raised their their children different, Not so like that. I don't. <laughs> um,
1: so. I need Miss Heyman to put that shit on it. When I mean all, when I mean that shit, I mean handcuffs. <laughs> uh,
0: so we got a video package for the street fight next week. Just a comedy uh, of like Don Cao is voicing over the, the thing with the video game playing in the back, uh, with like the like a dragon thing, and I'm like, this is pure comedy at this point. Um. Yeah, like I don't even know what to say. Like what this Neither shit. It's a, it was a, you
1: know, this promotional thing for a video game, so I think it was
0: Yakuza. It's called Like a Dragon now. Like I a dragon believe. Oh, okay. So know. immediately I'm like, Koda Bushi gonna fight the Yakuza? God Man, God. What? this is what they doing? God damn, this is it's a little little on the nose, you know. Lord McDonald's word was doing a wellness check. He was making sure that child was taken care of. Um,
1: Good guy, swerve. Right.
0: <laughs> uh, so backstage, Renee was with Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, the Golden Jets. Um, and, you know, they said next week's the final boss battle and all this stuff. Jericho is immediately cut off by the Young Bucks. Uh, Matt Jackson makes fun of the Golden Jets name and brings up another name that's kind of cool The Elite, you know, the guy that uh, helped establish this, this promotion. Uh, Jericho said the Bucks are supposed to be, you know, friends with Kenny, but you weren't there for when Hobbs beat him up. If he recalls, it was all four of them who started AEW. But Matt said, ah, it's typical Chris Jericho taking credit and cashing a big check. Uh Jericho then reminded Matt who he's talking to, uh, said he still thinks, you know, Jericho and Omega can beat the Bucks. Matt uh, Kenny Omega has a look on his face like he would rather be anywhere at this point. And like he uh, was trying
1: to disassociate. Like that it was like, How do I transport my mind? To Japan, sit, standing and sitting next to Kodo Bushi, like he was like, I don't want to be anywhere but here.
0: Yeah. Uh, then Matt Nick, Nick issued a challenge for full gear. Basically, calls him on his bluff. Said, "What's up?" Uh, Jericho said, "Why don't we up the stakes? You know, if we win, we will get your t- guaranteed tag team title shot." Uh, and then uh, Matt said, "Once the Bucks win the Golden Jets thing, aren't going to team anymore. Uh, they need to di- they need to break up essentially." Kenny jumps on the mic, says, "Hey, man, I don't want to fight y'all, but we've done it before. Like, and I whooped y'all ass like several times. Like with with Obushi and Hangman, um, you know. He said, this is what has to be done to make uh, the Bucks grow up and stop being spoiled, whiny, bitchy children.' He'll see them at full gear. Um, this Kenny thing kind of escalated quickly." Right. He said, uh, "Jericho said he'll be glad to take the bucks to the woodshed and beat your spoiled asses." And he basically said, "I have my own locker room." And then he did that thing where he like looks at the camera, but like he just walks off, and his eyes do like a funny like he know he said some dumb shit. But uh, you were saying, James? Kenny Omega is absolutely right.
1: They're being they're being ridiculous, and also might add like I don't see them bitching to Hank Man about them not being there like why they was getting their ass beat either. Cause it was just hang it was just Kenny Omega didn't show up either. Um so yeah, like and also it's like that's think about it, it's like well so think about the stakes that are online. A is a title a, a shot at the tagging tops the other is you can't be friends with with, with this guy the more. And it's like like damn Kenny, I ain't know the niggas are your daddy. <laughs> That's a, that's a damn, I ain't know them niggas is your daddy-ass stipulation, man. That's that what that is. Like, that shit I've, is so childish.
0: I feel like...
1: Don't be... Fr- we don't want you to be friends with anybody that we don't approve of.
0: Bro. What? I'm going to say something right now, and...
1: They came up with this because of... They hear me out. Because the shit got moved.
0: Uh, no. That's not where I'm going with it. That's
1: what it feels like.
0: Are the young bucks about to turn on Kenny Omega? Could be. Like, is Chris Jericho and the Young Bucks going to form a unit out of this thing?
1: Chris Jericho and the Young Bucks.
0: I'm just putting it out there.
1: Like, there's so much shit to go with cows right now to be doing that.
0: Wouldn't be the first time some some uh, just shit got inserted out of nowhere. Bucks feel like they're headed towards being heels, kind of. Um, Jericho is like, you know, he's in that that gray area where he could do kind of anything right now. I kind
1: of feel like he Jericho, needs something I new. Feel like Jericho, because he got wronged by Gavero, is like you're in a thing with like him and Kenny are both fighting Callus. I feel like yeah. that's still the, the main story. Like if Jericho is pulled from that, then like who else is Kenny gonna fight with?
0: Yeah, unless um, it's go to Bushi, but there. yeah. Let's go to Abushi, but um, I don't know.
1: Him. So two people versus all of them.
0: Two versus all, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know where this is headed. That's just one thing I had thought of, and okay. um, I, I just think it's hilarious how this instantly became the biggest tag team match on the card, uh, according to reporting. Everything was set to be FTR versus the Bucks for the belts, Bucks hometown, we are going to do it there. Then all of a sudden, that was not the case, as we saw. Um, FTR drops the championships in a kind of a squash fashion to Ricky Starks and Big Bill, and it was announced on Collision that there's a four-way match between LFI, House of Black, who have not wrestled a tag team match in God knows how long, FTR... And big bill and Ricky Starks. So for help me gear. figure this out for full gear. So help me figure this out, James. FTR decide like I'm, I'm I'm not gonna say they decided to do this. What I am gonna say is if I told you, James, how it played out in on option A, if you're FTR. You're going to hold the belts from March or whenever the fuck they had them mm-hmm. all the way to full gear. You're going to fight Bullet Club Gold. You're going to fight MJF and Adam Cole. You're going to fight and beat the Young Bucks. You're going to beat Aussie Open. Mm-hmm. You're going to basically have – you're going to get a team up with CM Punk. Mm-hmm. You're going to do all these things all throughout the year – And then at the end of the year, you're gonna like get to wrestle the Bucks again in their hometown. Basically, you had a chance for one like match on a legendary stage, Wembley Stadium. You got the Bucks in their hometown, and we know what that's like. So, and then the other door, instead, you a month before that scheduled possible match. How about you drop the championships in a squash to Ricky Starks and Big Bill, and then you get your rematch in a four-way that everyone's going to forget as soon as it happens. Um, And then you're in the lesser match at full gear. Which one of those sounds um, more appealing? (laughs) Why do they politic so wrong? How do you politic yourself into a worse match? I don't know, man. Whatever.
1: Like I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. Like there's just two schools of thought. There's either a FTR had their heads up their ass, and don't see the, and don't see what they're doing, or not see, or are short sighted, myopic, and are doing this petty shit as if it's night, as if it's thirty years ago, or like there was nothing there, like Tony Khan had nothing for Jericho and Omega, and called an audible. And those are the only two things that make any sense for how this t- turned out this way. The only right. two things, re- only two reasonable paths. And I don't really believe that that part about or the what I just the other thing I laid out. I'm just saying it's a possibility that could be it. Because it ain't that hard to, b- to build something for Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. They're two of the four biggest acts in the company or five biggest acts in the company, whatever you want to call it. So, um, well, CM Punk's gone four. So yeah, uh, I don't know what the fuck FTR is doing. I don't know. Like they I don't just-
0: know how you. I don't know how you pass up on the opportunity to put someone over in their hometown when th- the next time we're in your hometown, possibly like that's th- the FTR Bucks feud, right? How they've done it, it's actually kind of been like a lot of fortunate things. So the first time they did it, it was in the pandemic. Whatever, mm. can't do anything about that, right? Yeah. Second time it comes like kind of on a short notice. Rolls are flipped. That's interesting or yep. whatever, um, and it's for the ROAS tag belts, you're not burning another AEW tag title match or whatever. Mm. Three, happens at all-in. Yep. So it's like a historic kind of thing in itself. It's at all-in. Four, this would be the perfect opportunity. One of their <clears> hometowns, <throat> so it can still be hot. And then you immediately get a fifth match there the next time you're in your hometown. How do they not see this? I don't know, man. You know, I, I never want to hear about the Marks this, the Marks that, the Marks this, the Marks are in the dressing room. Um, I mean, I never want to hear it that's again. That's been the
1: case for some years now in AEW. That's, that's why people lose their minds about one of their interim title, uh, title reigns to be marked as official.
0: Unbelievable, that about man. All
1: throughout the time they're holding the inter- interim champion when all it is is a plot device to get you to a big money match. When the injured ah. person comes back, that's all it is. If they didn't so, name it that, it'd be the same thing.
0: So we now, dorks. instead of fighting for championships, we're fighting for number one contender spots on pay-per-view and shit out of thin air. Well, that's what happens when you move to having
1: eight pay-per-views in a year. Instead of four or five like
0: when you do we, more we,
1: pay-per-views yeah. things matter less or as far as you know in kayfabe
0: yeah like this was a choice how do you drop how do you want to drop your championships in like weak looking fashion like out of nowhere with oh, no build up at this, all
1: so you so that you can win them back in the forum and then after uh you win you have that, the the Bus come out and Say hey our title shot that we had, we have it now. Then we'll do it in December at that pay per view. That's that's what they're gonna do probably. But it's stupid not to just do the match in here.
0: Right. We're gonna do it at this pay-per-view that is never fucking existed all what, the way what, what in. New York?
1: What time is it's it? It's in fucking Long Island, New York. Maybe they think they need that maybe they think they need that to help draw. I don't know.
0: Those those tickets are actually they're they're doing well or whatever. Like Well at the time well, at the time when they announced it, were they? I I I'm not sure on that, but no, no, I don't mean
1: like that actual show. I mean like AEW is selling tickets in general.
0: Oh, um, they full were gear. Cold. I mean, full gear was actually doing well, but I don't know how the World's End show gotcha. was doing that. Gotcha.
1: But and, and you know, there's also part of like FTR could also still be anything like you know final or was it final battle last year with um with, uh, the Briscoes. Briscoes. I wanted we want to have a year end pay per view blow off thing with. The Bucks, who knows? Who knows what's going through their minds? All I think all I think is like they're doing this backwards. Or not backwards. They're yeah. doing this they're, they're timing this up wrong. And it's like you lose some steam when you have the the title reigns go off of um all, of them after having the title song you just put on some irrelevant title reign and get them right back.
0: Like I, I pray, I pray that it's not something as dumb as FTR wants to be the first three time champions before the Bucks do it. I pray it's not something that stupid.
1: That would be very dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: would be very dumb. Like all time, you are a mark. Like, <laughs> who are the other two teams in the uh, in that four way? Lofi, which is uh, I believe it's going to be Rouge per- and Drillistico.
1: Oh, Drillistico, not Prestman. Okay, and uh, what, what was the other team?
0: And it was uh, Malachi Black and Brody King.
1: Okay, so Kings and Black Throne. Um. Yeah. Okay
0: so um after that we had Samoa Joe taking on Keith Lee um for, for the ROH TV title Samoa Joe gets to the win these guys had circled each other kind of um seemingly like you know sliding doors in the night uh, in wWE uh, they meet here I thought Keith actually looked um he looks like he's been working out hard and
1: you know that's um, not what I'm laughing at I'm laughing at the part where like Keith Lee was NXT champion. Then K- then K- Cross became and and then Joe went from him and is like Karrion Cross ruins everything. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. Um, uh, this
0: was this was alright. I was kinda I thought it was kinda slow. Uh, but you know. Whatever. I it was it good. Went-
1: uh but yeah, it was definitely the, the silence choice was to go slow because obviously you don't want either on blowing up and also like they're big dudes. So they don't, they can do, get away with doing less because people are like, Oh my God, it's gigantic people.
0: Yeah. But, um, the match was less the story here and it was more like after the match, uh, Samoa Joe vacates the ROAS TV title. Uh, you know, I've been talking about all these long reigning champions, um, Personally I I, sh- I think he should have walked outside and like thrown the belt on the river. I-, I don't care how he got rid of it. Uh what lot, town were saw, they in? saw saw a lot of uh, Where were they? they were in Portland, Oregon. Throw it in the Pacific. Bye. <sighs> See you later. Uh, a lot of people crying about the always title. I don't give a fuck. Um crying about it in terms of what? That it's been vacated? Yeah, and that uh, he didn't like put anyone over for it, but I'm like He's obviously going on to something else, and I think this is something anybody listening to this show should pay attention to. Um so he's already challenged MJF once. I think Samoa Joe is on the list to get in the lineage. Like I think I think that's where we're heading with this.
1: I, I don't see it unless it's for a short reign. MJF gets it back. Um, but I mean, it's like Joe does so well um, as far as his presentation, and everything and everything he, he's, bev- he's ever been given in AEW. So like, I wouldn't hate that, but um, it just seems as like, even so we're going to put it on Joe, but like, Danielson is just, like, he, like Danielson just say no, I don't want it and it's okay. Like, no, you need to force this title on upon this man's waist then, if that's the case. Get the fuck out of here. What are we doing? Like, Joe is not still one of the very best pro wrestlers in the world. Danielson, while Danielson, when he's not on the shelf, still is.
0: Kenny Omega just lost directly clean to MJF. Um and then giving it to Samoa Joe. Would be like, I feel like Joe has a couple of strikes. One, he's old. Two, he's in WWE for a couple of years, so he gets termed as a WWE guy. Is not really, but um, and I don't, I don't think Joe's like at his peak. I think he only works best with guys like Darby Allen. Um, either I either think,
1: wrestling brawling matches or he's a monster.
0: Yeah, uh, maybe that's like what you know the thought could be here uh, if they went that direction. But um, he can't
1: be a long term champion. Yeah, this seems,
0: like champion, term. Or... this seems like a short term. This seems like a short term thing. Yeah,
1: like um, if like if he were to get his match, you know, on like Winter is coming, he beats MJF. MJF, it has this rematch clause that they pick and choose when and where, when and when and where. Like people do actually have one or not, or they when whatever. Like and it's like, all right, we'll do it at the last preview of the year in Nassau, and and MJF wins it back there in in you know in the tri-state area. I can see, I can see that them doing that, but outside oh of that, God. I don't see no reason to really do it. it.
0: They do this thing where he loses that fucking winner is coming challenges for it and be like, I want to win it, and then wins it back, and then announces, I actually resigned, quote unquote, even though he's been fucking signed forever. Um, yeah, that would just be disgusting. But um, I uh. I think this is significant. Him turning in this ROH belt, even though you know I just crapped on ROH belt and does it means nothing. Four hundred fifty day Rain vacated. I think he's won the world title next. Ooh. Um, because obviously he wasn't gonna do no jobs with it. Like, <laughs> like had he kept it, you know. So, uh, just food for thought. Looking at the tea leaves, uh, so. Joe says he didn't come to, uh basically his promo was he didn't come to Oregon just to be the TV champion. So the next title is going to be in his shoulder is the AEW World Championship. Whether MJF likes it or not, cue the little kid from uh the U.K. Talking about the British Bulldog. OC and Hook are backstage. Uh, Orange Cassidy basically cuts a perfect promo about the entire situation with him and Moxley. So he's the only person he's thought about since All Out said Moxley left him in a pool of his own blood. Uh, Essentially, like, picks up the international title. Uh, Sorry, he didn't pick up the pieces of Ray Phoenix, but, you know, he picked up the pieces of the international title that Moxley dropped. Uh, He needs to beat Moxley in order to be the international champion. He knows he can be and will do that (laughs) at full gear. I think under no circumstances should uh, Orange Cassidy lose this match. Um, And. I think it would be a waste. Like, like it's a weird conundrum now because it's like he, he has had to keep, it forever, you
1: know. and now he And now it's like, was the plan always for Moxie to win and then Orange is going to get it back from him? Because now seeing the, the way this is going, it kind of feels like that was the thing. Like, Moxie's going to be a short-room champion to kind of take it off of Orange Cassidy for a minute and then he gets it back and has a big win. And, like, Moxie doesn't need that belt, but, like, it was a cool thing that they did and, like, Moxie's a great champion in AEW. So like him putting over Orange could make orange could take orange to another level that he's not at quite yet. So yeah, like if if they Orange Cassidy should win this match.
0: Yep. Yeah. Guns beat the Bollywood boys. Always like when I see the Bollywood boys pop up. Um got squished. What is this is squash. Yeah, this is a squish. Um the guns got on the mic after and uh colton gunn completely fried mjf uh fried him up like catfish quite frankly um he called mjf a liar he's been lying to fans for years fact which isn't something what generational talent does they run down their resume they called themselves generational talents called mjf an embarrassment said that uh full gear the always tag team titles are going in the hands of a real tag team Uh, he said you haven't defended these belts uh, a single time he's like you've been champion for like three months or some shit you defend these belts once or some shit like that Um, he said a couple other lines that that escaped me right now but I sent a a tweet about it and it was it was pretty I I enjoyed this I I think the guns are entertaining to say the least Um, so MJF was uh, backstage and basically Samoa Joe was behind him and he was smirking MJF stormed off uh, we got a Moxley and Wheeler Uta uh, kind of promo. Moxley said he's been getting calls to let Orange Cassidy off the hook. Cassidy didn't know what he was doing when he went back to the international. Uh, Moxley then questioned, you know, the example that he'd be setting for Wheeler Utah if he doesn't beat the piss out of Orange Cassidy. Uh, Mox inter- issued a challenge next week, so it's going to be him and Wheeler against Cassidy and Hook. Uh, Uta then said Hook messed with the wrong dudes and the wrong crew. He's going to see him next week so expect that um this ass whooping essentially and you know whatever so it's um you know Hook hook stepping up in class they next week they've
1: going to make you to pass it to the Taz mission ain't they <sighs> is that the finish
0: I think that is the finish
1: yeah I think that's the finish
0: I think that's the finish unless
1: they've been to make that pure rules ass nigga tap
0: out to a teenager yeah I mean, wouldn't be the worst thing. I, I We just saw MJF submit the fucking.
1: I wasn't saying it was a bad thing. I am just saying, like,
0: it's funny. That's it. Look, MJF doing what he want. I'm going a, I'm to a tap out the, the submission specialist technical yeah. wrestler guy now. I worked his arm the whole time. Amazing. Feed them all to me. Uh, so we got a Wardlow video package here. Um, he says, you know, the first three years in AEW, uh, Foot was constantly on his back, holding him down, making him feel worthless. MJF won't know when or where, but you know, when he realizes it, it'll be too late, days of the devil ruling over AEW are coming to an end. I would take another Warlow squash right now. <laughs> Powerbomb ten times, Warlow. So,
1: um, this is gonna work really well because he's gonna play the hypocrite angle on the fans when they get face to face. About Uh like how the switch ups happen and like MJF still the same bastard that he always was when y'all are booing him. And it's gonna work. And hopefully MJF plays ball instead of doing the bullshit he did uh, you know at the match. Yeah. Yeah. The non match.
0: Yeah. Um, This is the first of two Julia Hart matches this week that infuriated me. Um she defeated Red Velvet and Willow Nightingale this week. So um, why
1: so why was like Red Velvet way better than her in that match and then like Julia Hart won because she Spit missed?
0: I to me the the more interesting question is like why do I don't know if people know what they watched. Like the better wrestler like the person getting all the praise is not the person like that was moving the shit forward and doing the exciting shit, like whatever. Um Red Velvet returns here for the first time in many you know long while i was very happy to see her back and it was almost like an older era of aw uh you know coming back and it was like man i watched a lot of red velvet at Daly's place uh happy to see her here so um and also she wrestled ruby soho and she got some good reactions this week too red velvet did uh so i think she's always someone that you know they can Get started, but um, it seems like Julia Hart is getting like pushed a lot right now. Um, you know, uh, there was a this was decent. This wasn't a bad match. Um, uh, this was uh, this was all right. I thought Velvet was way better, she but
1: was. and she out bumping on the uh, floor.
0: Nice leg lariat.
1: Um, yeah, not not a drop junior. kick
0: leg lariat. For those.
1: Want to tweet like how special that drop cake was? Like, yeah, it's real special because it's not drop cake; it's a leg lariat.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, you know, standing moon salts, uh, iconoclasm, all that stuff. uh This ended up with uh Julia hitting a thrust kick and a moon salt. Yeah, the Kobashi
1: uh, moon salt that people still haven't seen.
0: Basic. Yeah. Uh, Julia beat Willow Nightingale on collision, and I like I remember last time they wrestled, like it was just so much um, discourse on the timeline. I know they ain't gonna let Julia Hart beat her, and then she beat her, and we were all pissed. And then this time I saw the same match essentially, and it looked like uh, Willow was gonna win, and she just didn't. And then I felt nothing. I was like, well, <laughs> choices have been made. Um. <laughs> so. RJ City is then backstage and said, we may have heard some rumblings, and they're true. He's honored to introduce AEW's newest signing, Mariah May. So she walks in. She says she's excited to be in AEW. Um, RJ asked her her plans and goals. She says she's a big fan of RJ City's work with Tony Storm. She says Storm's the reason she's in AEW. Um, RJ lets her know that Tony's just left, but next week he'll introduce her to her. Uh, Mariah was smiling. She kissed RJ and thanked him. And um that was Mariah May's introduction to AW. Yeah, it was a it was very
1: NXT. Um, so we'll see what they do next week, but like, you know, I have my concerns is gonna be, you know, Supermark helps the champion or helps Tony Storm out now. Like she like we're done with the outcast, so now like we'll have other we'll have outside interference via this new person now. She'll be the heater now.
0: Yeah. Yep. And she'll Um, like,
1: you know, she'll bite the bullets for Tony Storm and help her hold on to that belt longer than she should. Yeah.
0: Apparently there's some inspiration for this from some movie from the 1950s uh, or something. It actually like looked kind of creative if they go that way with it. What movie was it? (laughs) All About Eve, I think it was okay um, but we'll see if if they have you know they get the time to, to play that out and all that but Mariah may coming from stardom um, people may you know listen to the stardom segment may have heard us uh, talk about her uh, throughout this year mm-hmm. uh, she ended up uh, in aW a lot of people were dunking on Rossi just he was just 20 tweeting through gritted teeth that it, it smelled like um. I don't know, like, if people expected her in AW or NXT. I thought she was always going to AW. I thought um, she was
1: going to NXT, but okay.
0: Um, she's uh, I think she's a good wrestler. Um, and she's like, I think she's going to get every chance, you know, to be to, to get over and pairing her with Tony Storm. You can see the vision. for uh, yeah. <laughs> for what, for what yep. they're doing here. So, Yeah. Um, has
1: uh, I don't know if you listen to any uh, Observer. Like, mm-hmm. radio lately? I have I wonder, not. I, I, I wonder how many times uh, Dave Meltzer used the word marketable.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, you know. um, But as far as, like, you know, I I didn't have a problem with the debut or anything because it's like, no no matter how you debuted her, you'd send her out there and in no front of the crowd. Who all this other shit right. you play a video packages oh it's a video package like it's sending. you know it's just an introduction it's kind of about what you do from here um i think uh she she's already uh, properly earning her aw stripes on twitter um you know as she's become a target of the McMahon defense force uh immediately
1: why is she or what happened this time what is what is the
0: so they they were digging her old videos from when she was Sexy Dynamite and all that. And she was, uh you know, shaking her back. Oh, and, um, oh
1: you're talking about doing like the New Blood stuff?
0: Yeah. Oh. And all okay. that. And then now that's, you know, that's now AW's problem. That's right. Tony Khan. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, five video from Stardom. Start. Fine talking great, shit about
1: AEW. Find ass shaking video from Stardom, not like you know the the rose gold versus like Ano Poi tag match when they're out here like drop each other under necks, right? Don't show that. Don't show no, like no any show of the Grand it. Prix match versus her versus Julia, her versus Ano, right? Nah. Don't don't show none of that. No, nah. right? I, I, oh, I I see. Like I see the, it's, it, it, it's 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 playing grip. it's playing into the look and that stereotype she plays. She she plays like a mischievous like sex pot type or whatever else. So, like, before she gets in the ring, people are going to be like, she's a fucking diva. And then the bell's going to ring, and you're going to see that, like, oh, she's actually a decent wrestler. And then, like, people are going to be like, I guess they'll change their tune, or I don't know. But, like, we dealt with this when she got first got to stardom, Rich.
0: Um, It's going to be interesting, like, like, I don't, how old is Mariah
1: May? Uh, I think she's in her mid-20s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me look.
0: Because it's crazy, is, like, they're going over, like... <laughs> Julia Hart <laughs> I don't mean to bang on Julia Hart, but you know, there's a little I think, you know, there's a there's a love affair with the fans to to a to a, to a she's degree 25. there. She's 25. Okay, she's twenty five. When I when they see Mariah May, I, I got a feeling they're gonna they're, I th- I think they're gonna take the Mariah May uh in the ring quite well. Hopefully she gets to do it rather than like, you know, pigeonholed into some hey. wacky murder.
1: She has she she gets her match versus Sheeta. It's on. When they see how she bumps on her neck, they'll they'll see it's on.
0: So we got our main event up next: Switchblade, JY, and Mark Briscoe. As I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, I thought Mark Briscoe was excellent in this match, and this was just like this crowd was coming apart uh, at the end. This was like the end of a long show, kind of, and this this entire show kind of had a uh, like kind of a directive to. Uh, "Quote unquote, restore the feeling, or the last get, week, it yeah. on tra- get it on track." I didn't think this was like one of the great dynamites. It, wasn't. Ever it was ever or fun. anything, it but good. it was it was it was a good show.
1: But look, man, every time AEW has one of them shows, they always find a good way to come next week and be like, "We have saved the promotion. This was yeah. a promotion saving show."
0: Yeah, how many of those have there been? I, I would it's be probably interested.
1: been like twenty.
0: It's just going through the history, like fuck. Like, remember when they saved a promotion on pay per view in Chicago two months ago?
1: <laughs> one of know. the greatest shows ever. Yeah, yeah. I remember, remember that? that. Yeah. yeah. Rich, we but oh. we, like, we be joking about this shit like every few months. But like, I can't. You know, you know, one of the singers going to come and they're going to be like, "It's in. It's the end. These stay offline." Like you <laughs> Y'all trip on this shit way too hard. The discourse is rotting in y'all brains. Y'all think this shit's actually on the line. It's fine, man. It's fine. They have a bad week here and there. It happens.
0: Hey, man. It's not like we gotta watch Sonata in the main event, so life could be worse, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. Uh but but yeah, J. White, Mark Briscoe. I thought this was a, a really solid match. Uh get White another win here. And, um, but Mark Briscoe, man, I want to see that brother all over this. Uh, like if they put him in a tournament, I'm going to, I'm going to like go on the timeline. Like if any, I, I inevitably, I will see someone talking shit about it. I'm coming out with the dunks, uh, for Mark Briscoe. So, um, yeah, TK and put the belt on Jake Lee yet. I mean, (laughs) yeah, but, um, much improved from this week so this week uh, is AEW full gear on Saturday Um, we can kind of explore the stuff that's announced so far Uh, looks like there's eight matches announced so far and then a pre-show I don't know if there's anything getting added this week Uh, but you know everyone's kind of locked in different places here I'd like to go to 10. I can go use- to
1: 9 or 8 because they know MGF and Jay White need that
0: whole system in the bar. You know, they, they might get a fucking long ass match at the end. Maybe that's why. But yeah. I, I would count on two more matches getting added if I had to guess because, yeah. like, oh, I'm sure there's somebody I'm not thinking of. Had he matched on the
1: Revolution card when they
0: did the Ironman match? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I had to look. <laughs> I had to look.
1: Oh man!
0: But as we mentioned, Sheeta and Tony Storm uh, match for the AW Women's World Championship. This has Tony Storm written all over it. it if does. you pay attention for weeks, it's like they they were trying to rush this belt back on her.
1: They they, uh, they expedited the title defenses for Sheeta, so they can yeah. get filled. If you like, you know, damn, they took the belt around. Well, she got like five defenses.
0: Yeah, you know. Okay, buddy. run it up. Okay, buddy. We know what's going on here. Um but uh oh also in the pre show MJF doing the I, always I, tag team championship thing. Yeah. Who gives a fuck?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh getting back to uh the, the women's world title match, like I do appreciate where like they are like, Hey, Saraya can't do this, take the fucking butt off her, give it back to Tony Storm. Or or do have the Tony Storm match. With sheet as opposed to Saray and, and Tony Storm, I mean, that'd be a fucking disaster. I appreciate them. Ha- I appreciate them being like, we can't do this. We 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 we, we You know, it stunk since the same, since the second we brought you in. It got worse and worse and worse. The other two we, like you were the worst person. Hey, she's been
0: faction. here a year now. You the
1: worst person in, your, in the you were the worst person in your faction of three people. And I put bet on you. And um, we gonna hey, move on. We did that. We we put. I say this. Yeah.
0: You might not like it. But Saraya versus Sheeta, better than Ruby Soho versus Sheeta. Yeah, you're right. In a look, I don't you're feel right. good about that at all. But,
1: <laughs> you, but you're right, though. You are right.
0: She she's been here a year now, James. Um
1: yeah. she, doesn't have, she doesn't have to be here another year. She can just go but away.
0: God bless her. You know, sh- you know, she's she's. I'm sure she's made you know a, a nice living uh, this this year. So shout out to her. You know, you found a way to 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 get paid all, all this last year. I don't know if she's wrapping it up. I'm not saying nothing like that. Um, uh, but there, it seems like there's been a clear reduction in role here. So um, we'll see. I mean, before she
1: was a champion, she was a manager. What is it? What is it with? What is it with major American? Uh, pro wrestling where like these women's uh acts are basically managers and that is how they get to being the champion what what is it what is it with this year I mean, of pro wrestling in america
0: I mean, that's works in a sable so i mean <laughs> China you know <laughs> that's, that's kind of the blueprint actually chance
1: <laughs> rich I, I thought i thought the I thought the Horsewoman moved pa- moved us past this.
0: No, we're not
1: past kneeling. <laughs> James. No, we're not, we're not past kneeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
0: <sighs> Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland versus Kristen Cage, Luchasaurus, Nick Wayne. This has Babyface Army getting the win all over it because Sting never loses.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... Nick Wayne, get ready to lay it down for somebody. Coffin and drop. Yeah. Singles match for international championship. Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, it seems like this is an Orange Cassidy um, win that needs to happen here. And they had a great match the last time they went at it. Is this- it
1: possible for them to drop confetti for a champion retaining? <laughs> <laughs> because, because like it feels like the plan was for him to get it back and they were gonna drop the confetti but it's like i mean you beat john mossy and aw clean like you should drop the confetti for that moment because that's a special moment john mossy don't po- don't go, don't go don't do jobs often in this promotion with good reason you know so yeah uh i think it would be appropriate to drop some orange confetti
0: um oc coming back uh you know, if if he wins this thing, it, I, you know, Mox is going to the dome after this. He's or not immediately after this, but um, yeah, but
1: he's going to do- he's going to the dome to be in a three with David Finley. Yeah,
0: that shit is it's like he can,
1: he, he can afford to take a loss. It <laughs> this don't <shit's> matter. <laughs> you know. That shit don't matter.
0: <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, David Finley. Yeah, we could be watching David Finley, James um texas death match hangman page versus swerve strickland and i gotta say man i'm looking at this match and then i'm looking at mjf and jay white and i'm putting my money on this one right here <laughs>
1: Wasn't be a better I, match yes yeah. yeah like you know it, in and a I, in a different world if they had kept more focus on it throughout the, the you know, instead of taking their, their foot off the gas, with it, like, you could have made this a lights-out match.
0: Yeah, I thought that's what they were going to do, but they didn't go that direction. Um, Texas Deathmatch, this is Hangman's match. Never lost one of these. We know how he gets down in these literally earlier this year. One of my ten favorite matches of the year with him and Moxley. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was five stars, and I expect, you know, Swerve and Hangman to match that or exceed it even. Uh, swerve's a psychopath. It, he's down for the carnage. Um, just you know, talking We've seen to this him,
1: man fall through glass panes before. He's out
0: of his mind. We're just talking to him, just like, uh, you know, like not even really like about anything, just more like, hey, man, like you know, just just hearing how he approaches like hardcore matches, like there's like almost nothing. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Like, and it's like some of the just crazy shit, like you um, can, can imagine. Um, I am. I think there's going to be. want to go to freedoms? <laughs> you know, um, I'll ask him about that. <laughs> I'll ask him about freedom. I don't, I don't want to. You can ask him. I don't want to know the answer ever. <laughs> if the answer is yes is going to be disappointed. <laughs> um, sh- I, I would be shocked if you know he he went um if he d- ever did an appearance in like freedoms or something. Um, now,
1: you know, yeah, my dream match is to have a Corican Hall main event against Jun Kasai. Oh fuck.
0: Jesus Christ! Oh man! But as far as like these guys get into it, like this is gonna be sensational. Their last match was sensational. This is a big stage, L.A. Uh, I think you know there's gonna be a Swerve. Um, Hangman always does dope pay per view entrances. I think Swerve has something up his sleeve. Um, this is a big match. Like I, I- think this say is-
1: so will you be upset with him? If he breaks out some Kobe tribute
0: and loses. Yes.
1: Right, you better tell him now. <laughs> <laughs> you better yeah. tell him
0: now. Don't don't, don't don't be doing nothing with Cole. Look, if you're losing, you know. No, no, don't, if you gonna no lose worse
1: shit. You better wear some LeBron shit. Yeah, wear some LeBron <laughs> shit. Exactly.
0: You know. Fuck. Uh, like, you know. Um. Uh, but yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be sensational. Um. I'm predicting one of the best matches of the year here. Um, I could I could see that I could see that. Golden Jets, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho versus Young Bucks. Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks has never failed me ever in life. Um, you know, and Chris Jericho will just like, you know, <laughs> he'll do his thing. And he's smart enough to like figure it out uh, amongst all these guys. Storyline kind of microwaved uh, yep. the last two weeks. Uh, but I, I, I think I it's did enough. like what
1: they did with the promo though.
0: Yeah. Um, I think it's enough. I think. Some fuckery could be afoot, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, but um, that's just a wild idea from from me. Don't mm. take that seriously. Um, but I think this is the time the the young bucks win one of these.
1: You would you would think, um,
0: but I don't know. The young bucks ain't exactly been look look. They've faced that terroristic booking um this year too. So like, man, either. Like, is this just Chris Jericho hitting uh, the juice effect on Matt Jackson, and then and taking it to the house? You know, because we can't let Kenny win. It's,
1: it, you know, it's you funny. can't
0: let the Bucks win. It's funny in a
1: in a match with with Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and uh, Chris Jericho. You you almost have to be like, this is a match where someone must win. Given Amazing. the year that they've all had, someone Amazing. must win one of these. That's a
0: great point. Nobody's talking about that either. Um. All the putting over these guys have done. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. So, um, um,
1: you know, maybe I fully expect like Callus to come out there and fuck uh, Golden Jets. Who knows? Um, yeah. Who knows? But uh, yeah, like I'm of two minds with how this match is going to turn out. My expectations, like it could be, I think it'll, I don't think I'll go as far as saying this could be another Golden Lowers versus Young Bucks or, uh, or Hangman and, and, Omega versus Young Bucks match. I think that's too far out the bar. I think those are those are two of the three best regular rules tag matches I've ever seen. And um, but I also think it'll be much better than like uh, than the Young Bucks versus Jericho and MJF match from two thousand twenty one <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: that yeah. I fucking
1: loathed and like was just too contrived and like suspension of disbelief or your suspension disbelief kept getting played with when they're doing like. Oh, these guys have the field division getting caught with stuff when like the field division must be like the, must be like sixty degrees.
0: They they got the the Michael Vick quarterback cone.
1: Uh, yeah, the old or was it was that oh five man No, oh six yeah. man I think oh five or 06 man it. when You had the quarterback passing cone and like you playing with somebody. You playing with like Joey Harrington. Like that's the kind of field Work. vision they got. It's like get the fuck out of here. Like they got the field division <laughs> of. One of the cameras in Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> not even one of the Not even one of the guards. Like one of the cameras where he's like, "It's not. It's not. You know. It's not one. Of, it's not one of these. It's one of these." I like, know, nah, man. Get the fuck out of here. So, yeah. Um, it'll be somewhere in between. I'm. I probably put where we put the over under. I probably put it at four and a quarter, just to be nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I think they can go over that. Um and. I th- I'm gonna go with the Bucks on this one. Um, if they don't, that'd be weird. Um, <laughs> but,
1: like, lo- like them losing to LA would be really weird. Yeah, that'd be really weird. That would I think they'll bring the crowd down. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, Three way match for the TBS Championship: Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart and either Red Velvet or Sky Blue. And every- all eyes kind of point towards Sky Blue. Sky
1: Blue is a Sky Blue can finally turn heel, and then she could join Julia Hart. Fuck, man. Enough of the enough of the women with heaters to hold on to the titles. They're about to do that. They're about to do that with the with the with Tony Storm and Mariah May. Y'all, that's like, what it seems like. They already did with Saraya and Tony Storm and Ruby.
0: All Chris Statlander does now is cut awful promos on collision. Like she's always backstage kinda like when they cut to her after Julia Hart wrestles, Julia's kind of the one they're pushing. They're after their match last time, it was almost like, "All right, we're gonna do the first one. We'll have you win, and then now you're gonna drop the belt to her." <laughs> like that's what it kind of seems like. Um, can she go back? And beat or, the alien? no, nah, she's just a person. It's no. Horribly can, I'm asking can she go back. Oh, to beat can she? Yes. Um,
1: so look, then we have when, an
0: excuse. For she I always to like. Talk. I always liked the alien. So I, <laughs> I did
1: too. She didn't have to talk.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I want to see the alien wrestle. I don't want to hear the human talk. Yeah, Because when the human talk, like, I mean, just
0: weird the, things come even out. when
1: she was an alien, she cut the one with the Hail Layla Hirsch one.
0: Remember? The, 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 this, the talking game ain't her Look, thing, man. It, admittedly, talking. kind of a hard line or whatever. It was just like, ooh, I think you were a little too...
1: I don't know how She was a baby face!
0: Baby faces say fucked up things sometimes. Um... Four way tag match as mentioned earlier. AW World Tag Team Championships. Ricky Starks and Big Bill. LFI It is not on the pre-show. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why not?
0: <laughs> I totally forgot.
1: Wait, or does this match go on as as the uh, go on before MJF and NJ MJ White? Is it is this the, is this the bath and break match? Probably. Okay. Or will Probably. it be like the three way with Stat and Julia Art? I think you those know. be the, think those be the two best best so far. I think
0: the, I think the tag match will. Uh, okay. I think I think it's actually gonna. It might be laid out how it's all listed on this thing. Actually, no, there's no way they open with the women's title match. It, <laughs> it might open. You're right.
1: With, no way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> I, I just wouldn't do that either. Like <laughs> same, same. Probably start with that uh that's that six man sting and Darby, John Moxley and Orange Cassidy, Golden Jets, women's match, Swerve and Hangman, women's match. <laughs>
1: you gonna um, put it? away? Oh, you gonna put it? Oh, you evil bitch. <laughs> Smith said, "Yeah, put one of the women's matches women's title matches on after Texas Death. God damn, yeah. no, 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 no. Put the put the four way tag championship match after Texas Death.
0: Hmm, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, either way, whatever. I don't know. I, I know how I would lay this thing out, but that's just me. Um, but they don't.
1: We we don't do that. We don't do it that way in America. Yeah, you know." That's too if, far of a concept to put all your bis- biggest matches at the end.
0: Right. Like, just, um, just,
1: just like, bro, just do an intermission. Like, at, like after two hours, or after an hour and 50 minutes, after an hour and 55 minutes, 10-minute intermission, restart the show. That's what they do in Japan. No one never freaks out and says, oh, my God, I can't believe there's just dead air or whatever else on the show. It's like, people want to recharge, refresh, and then lock in for the match they care about. It's fine. I promise you. It was going to turn off, and if they do, you already got their money.
0: Starks, Bill, and LFI, um, and then FTR and Malca Black and Brody King. Huh? Um, anyone could win, except LFI. Seemingly, why can't don't really see that. I, I don't see them strapping up Realistico, personally, but um, why is that? He's just not, hasn't really established himself yet. He's just kind of, you know, he's Roosh's brother, so. um I like their group, though. Like, you know, they even make, like, Preston Vance seem like he's got, like, a little, it's just Roosh. It's just anybody it's next to Roosh, it's a cheat code, I feel like.
1: I, I'm still trying to figure out why Dragon Lee ended up going to NXT. Or oh, he's on a roster now, but yeah. why he went to WWE. I don't know. Maybe he's impatient. Who knows? Maybe he thought that like he would get a shot if he's there with his brother. I don't know. Whatever.
0: Probably got advice from Conan or something. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> um. You know, I'm gonna take research and Big able to retain this. If FTR wins this back like this, I just think it's just absolute cowardice. Like, I think this is awful. Um. Yeah, I think you're winning. Because. Yeah. Um. The, they're F- winning. They're
1: winning.
0: I mean, I think FTR's is winning back. Okay. Hey, singles match for the AW World Championship, MJF versus Jay White. We did not mention the end of Dynamite. Um after Jay White's match, all of a sudden all the masked men show back up with the double mask and they're whooping ass backstage or running through the acclaim. They toss Anthony Bones uh through the real glass. Uh you know, Billy Gunn gets wrecked. Matchcaster Castle gets wrecked and then X Calibre is talking about anyone who gets close to MJF they destroy or whatever and I'm Which like made no sense it was so right, odd. This, this was pointed out to me and I was like you know what yeah the only person that they attack was MJ was Jay White actually so right. and Jay White doesn't give a fuck about any of that he hasn't mentioned them since right. and then it's like what is this retcon shit like and it's right. like this is like and they're trying to retcon this shit this is a stark change um, that <laughs> I feel like has been something they've never had to do, really.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Like an unnatural retcon, yeah. Uh, so, it was so odd or awkward that he said that, like, I was focused on him saying that and being like, wait, what? No, Jay White, what the Hell, you, or bullet club, gold, what the hell you talking about, that I did not Until, you know, further times talking over this, like, notice the fact where it's like, wow, Billy Gunn sold. (laughs) That's crazy. I I thought, I thought he didn't do that. He'll, he'll sell for, for unmasked, for masked wrestlers, anonymous people, but he won't sell for, okay, gotcha. But anyway. Billy Gunn,
0: the American Toge Makabe.
1: Uh, so yeah, man. I, I don't know. They're bringing back. They're bringing back. I mean, they've been teasing the devil pictures or picture of the devil still being around backstage, with access to cameras and the production t- truck, but whatever. Uh, so yeah. Um, they're still on the Who Done It, and for me, it's like I don't care. They beat up Hills.
0: Well, they beat up baby faces this time.
1: Well, yeah, but it's like yeah. they. It's still leading to no answers who it is, and it's like uh, people. I don't know how people. I don't know how, how much people actually care about this who done it. I, I don't know. I don't know if it intrigues people. Is this is
0: gonna be some black scorpion shit, man. Rich, I said like, that.
1: I've said that weeks ago.
0: Like, I said weeks ago. I gotta say, man, I think I've been checked out on this shit since it started. Actually, I was like, bro, I don't give a fuck who any devil is or whatever. Right. Like, same no like (laughs) um i don't think jy has a chance in hell at winning he doesn't he's been running around with that belt for so long now it's like like no one ever keeps the belt this long in a belt stealing angle like so it's like yeah like you might as well not even win the belt you already got enough photo ops with it you can just post some shit for the rest of your career yeah he was a i don't remember him being like that's a fucking uh candidate for uh what's that shit called um uh the mandela effect well, like, yeah jay white was a fucking champ look at the picture like it, like things shazam and I mean, shit that's but, a
1: brown belt Ew, no,
0: right like yeah like he's he's held on that shit forever MJF's winning it back MJF's moving on to cincinnati and jay white's you know has to rebuild
1: or whatever yeah, but you have to rebuild redesign and reclaim yeah
0: Hmm, maybe, maybe that'd be an interesting match. Oh, geez, I don't know. Have, have JY and Brian Dallas ever crossed paths? I don't know. I don't think, I think so. I think that would be some nice chopping in that match. Yeah. Um. But um. You didn't catch, yeah. my,
1: you didn't catch my line. My Seth Rollins line just
0: in. Re- redesign, rebuild, reclaim. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um.
1: We hadn't talked about Seth on the show yet, so it's like. Got to throw in the dig here and
0: there. So um, speaking of Seth, that was full gear, by the way. Next Saturday, um, Dave Meltzer announced there will be seven new members of the uh, Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. Uh, do you believe Seth Rollins is among them? No.
1: No.
0: I think the Bucks are getting in. Same. Um, I do not think Roman's getting in. Same. Um, I don't think Punk is getting in.
1: Um, I think he'll get in, but we'll see.
0: Like, the public voting, like, some of the people have been putting together, like, the public voting totals mm. or whatever. The only person, like, that is kind of looking at, like, oh, yeah, yeah, the X will completely burn down. Yeah, the Bucks go in, no Roman or Punk. Oh, my God. I can't, pff, I can't wait for Friday. Um, but. I think JYD is going to have a big jump like he might get in the 50s this hmm. year. Um, just because he
1: moved to historical. Looking weird.
0: at the yeah, looking at the public balloting and then like there's still a lot of private stuff to come in. So, who knows? Um but seven new hall of famers, so like we are going to get some answers somewhere. It, you know, it could be not wrestlers, it could be old timers and all that, but I think um, it could
1: be a, I think it be think, like Four, three or four, like non-wrestlers, some shit like
0: that. Yeah, um, but I, I think you're only like you know modern people. Really, I think the Bucks are going in, but I can't confidently predict anyone else. Um, but yeah. Um, aside from that, you know, we'll we'll be here to review, you know, all of the inductees next week and all that. But um, yeah, man. Anything else, James? Before we uh wrap this up.
1: No, nah, no. Nah. I think we're ready to go. Get out of here.
0: It's time to go. <sighs>
1: so that's in the, the show, y'all. Thanks for listening. Be sure to raise and happy you're using and this with. If you're watching from the stream, you can go to our uh show notes for the podcast. Go to the red circle link there and donate there. And um be sure to listen to other shows on the network besides one it's ready, you have. Keeping the strong style, all things elite, and M's WWE's like adventure. Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace.